Uh, okay. It looked like we're good now. So three, two, one, clap. Clap. Well, uh, to another episode of the Afrotaku Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anime, manga, and everything else. I'm Mr. Good Guy, a.k.a. MVG, <laughs> and I'm joined here by my co-hosts who will introduce themselves starting right now. Hey, everybody, it's Player 5. What's going on? It's Jugga. What up? It's Deuce. All right, uh, without further ado, we're going to kick it off with a story time. We haven't done it in months <laughs> well player five take it away wow um so you know there's this story this is possibly the funniest story that ever happened to me um and i'm surprised that more people don't know it uh <coughs> i'll save names just to uh, spare people the, <laughs> the embarrassment but uh you know i was uh i was dating i was dating a girl this this, this story is called the jalapeno hand job uh, I was dating, <laughs> I was dating a girl, and she was uh, <clears throat> she was cooking. She was like making like some dinner, or something. I think like uh, stuffed uh, peppers or something like that. I don't know something that involved jalapenos. And you know she's doing her thing, chopping up peppers, whatever, whatever. I'm doing my thing, playing me some video games. I can't remember what I was doing because all the shit beforehand is irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> After after she finished cooking, you know, everything in the oven, you know, she come back to the room and, you know, we decide to do grown folk things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, she just was like, hey, you know, midday hand job. You feel me? <laughs> and, 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 and who would deny that? No one. Right. Everybody would be like, hell yeah, I'm down for that, including myself. Right. This is where I wonder if this was a setup or not, you know, um, because <laughs> she <laughs> she didn't wash her hands. Um, wow. so, you know, uh, me being the real nigga that I am, you know, mid hand job, I start feeling a little burning like, oh, okay, there's oh, a stink oh, here, oh, but, but, you know, I'm a real nigga. So I'm like, no, nah, I gotta get mine. You know what I'm saying? I gotta follow this <laughs> to the end. Wow. <laughs> so, so I sit through it. I get mine, but directly after that, I'm like, whew. I'm like, you know, my, my Peter kind of hot, man. I gotta, I gotta hold on now. Like, and then that's uh, why I realized I was like, oh, you was in there chopping them jalapenos and you ain't wash your motherfucking hands. Uh, this is a setup. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and by this time, by this time, you know, post nut clarity, my shit on fire, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> dick is on fire. So the first thing I do, I'm like, all right, nah, I'm going to run into the shower. Boom. Run into the shower. Like, maybe I can, like, scrub this shit off. Oh, uh, so let me be the one to tell y'all no. Uh, that is not <laughs> how that works. And hot water is, in fact, only going to make your situation worse. worse. Yeah, the worst. Oh no! So now my shit go from on fire to my dick just burst into an inferno, bro. Like for oh, real, like no. call the fire force. It's it's serious. Like, I'm running around the house, by, by, uh, top only, no bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, at this time I got two roommates, right? So like, oh. you know what I'm, saying? I'm, I'm 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 all bottoms, just like or all tops, just like running around like yo, like everybody, like obviously, what this big nigga running around with no pants on for? I'm like yo, like my dick on fire, yo, I need help. I'm like oh, bro, we got some milk, and of course we some fucking like broke ass goofy like young niggas, so we don't keep milk on deck. 
Like, nah, the only milk in there is spoiled. And I'm like, yeah, all right, my dick on fire, but I ain't putting no spoiled milk on my What? Hey, bro, it must not be burning that much. (laughs) (laughs) I just just thought, like, would I want rather it be burning right now or, like, have, like, some fungal infection in there? You know what I'm saying? I was like, I can't go. I can't go for that one. So I'm just going to have to, I was like, no, it's over with. So what we did have was ice and water. I took a Tupperware bowl. Ice and water, boom, filled that up, and I just literally just shoved my dick inside a bowl of ice water. Damn. And I tell you what, it felt fucking good. Like <laughs> <laughs> it, it clearly wasn't a better option than milk, but it was probably the second best option. And no, it didn't stop the burn, but it soothed it like afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, just imagine like I'm just standing there in the middle of the living room. No pants on, dick in a bowl of ice water, just like <laughs> just sitting there, like yo, like this is I'm I'm in pain, but this is the funniest thing that could objectively happen to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like it was hilarious and, and what fucked up. Girls do? She was uh, she was you know doing like oh I'm sorry you know the whole thing and it's like i felt i felt conflicted right because it's like you know it wasn't like this was forced upon me it was a consensual hand job i could have been like hey did you wash your hands i knew she was cutting up jalapenos so i'm like bro as much as it's your fault it's also my fault so i'm just like it was just one of the things like you mad but you really can't be that mad though you know what i'm saying it was just like, damn, I was like, please, like, never do this to me again. By far the most painful experience my penis had ever been through. So it's not like 100% a laughing matter. But, like, when you look at it objectively, like, yo, that's funny as hell. You just got jalapeno. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, that's crazy. And what did what did old girl go on to do post this situation? <laughs> uh, I can't I like even remember if she washed her hands after. Oh. Uh-huh. Because I feel like at that point it's disrespectful. No, I mean like I mean like uh like the end of a black movie, like, oh, she went on to be like CEO uh, of a Fortune 500 company. Actually. Absolutely not. <laughs> she just went on to be a regular ass nigga, as far as I know. Like yeah. yeah. She, you know, part of me wished that she would have touched her own junk. And then boom, we both would have been in this pain. But that's just the pettiness of me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I definitely, like, as a person who likes spicy food, I've definitely done that to a couple of women in the past. Uh, <laughs> so, oh. so I, <laughs> it hasn't happened to me. <laughs> but I've definitely been the person that's passed that, I'll say habanero. <laughs> wow. Not even jalapeno over to some women. So, R.I.P. They survived though. Yo, I mean, like, I still gotta ask though. I mean, like, you said, like, post nut, you started to feel it like that. But while it was happening, was it actually like good? You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Like, I felt the burn while (laughs) you know what I'm saying. I felt the burn, and it felt like as if somebody was just kind of like gripping my junk too roughly. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It, It didn't feel. Like it felt good, but it also didn't at the same time. But it was definitely enough for me to get mine. You know what I'm saying? And you know when you in that thirst, like you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, if we ask every random nigga on the planet, hey, if your girl offer you a midday hand job, are you gonna say no? Like most people gonna be like, no, yeah, I'm taking that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. <laughs> 
you know, I got caught up in the sauce shit. But as soon as I was done, I was like, nope, nope, I gotta go. <laughs> this might be a hospital event. Like, oh wow, yeah, that's how bad it hurt, bro. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, it was something serious. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, it cleared up. You know, I ain't had no lasting issues or nothing like that. It was just like, wow, that's hilarious. I can't believe that happened to me. You know. <laughs> I can't believe it happened to me, but that's fun. But I want to know from your perspective, MGG, as as a, a, a you know, a, um, you perpetrator. Know, yeah, perpetrator. <laughs> what be going through y'all mind while we suffering? <laughs> Damn, that's that's really it. Like every, every time I did, I was just like, "Ooh, damn." So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to help. I just kind of like looked. And then eventually, you know, the person moved past it. Shoot. It might have been the reason why some of them relationships ended. Who the fuck knows? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really help. I just kind of was like, ooh, my bad. The response was basically the same. Because you don't know what the fuck to do at that point. You kind of just like, I mean, it's pepper. <laughs> and it's like, if I touch it again, it's probably just going to make that shit worse. So, <laughs> yeah, they just stuck. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like with uh, more, I feel like, you know, with, I mean, it's getting into a dark place, but I'm just going to be blunt. With dicks, I feel like there's a lot more damage you can do without uh really causing an infection but with vaginas it's like putting anything in there like if they try to put milk in there i feel like that's gonna come oh, back and cause lot. some random shit yeah. yeah so i just like yeah bro you just gonna have to hold that yeah i i am happy that uh you know i have a penis because i feel like it also made it very easy to solve the problem <laughs> I mean, that's just external versus internal, I guess. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I just couldn't imagine if it was the other way around. I had to beat you. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> There's the only way. Like, I got to throw hands with you. Like, if I'm a, a woman and this happened to me, I got to beat you. That's the only way you're going to learn from that point on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They I didn't put hands on me, <laughs> so I was good. <laughs> Yo, just for the audience sake, we at the Afrotaku Podcast do not support um, women battery and uh, support the uh, empowerment. Oh, of yeah. Just no, I'm saying if I was a woman, I would have to have beat him. Oh. oh yeah. We at the Afrotaku Podcast don't condone women on male violence. <laughs> 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 yeah. Man, that's crazy. But yeah, that's that, that's my story time. The jalapeno hand job. The thoughts and opinions of expressed by Player Five do not represent those of <laughs> the, the Afro Taku podcast or its affiliates. <laughs> what a great way to come off of just making some money with sponsorships. It's talking about penises and vaginas, and right? Man, <laughs> marketability gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? But yeah, so uh, I guess we'll move on to some decent news. Uh, uh, Jugger, you want to take this one away? Uh, sure. So I just want us to uh, just, I mean, we got to unfortunately give big ups to more big ups is due. Granted, we still going to have reservations of the series in general. But 
Uh, the decent news we want to get into is just to give big ups to uh, the new Demon Slayer movie out. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see as far as like the exact film. Uh, Kumitsu no Yaba, the movie Mugen Train. Um, right now, currently, it is in seventh place for overall highest earning films in 2020 worldwide. And for one, an anime film, that's kind of like, I mean, that's that, that's like redonkulous. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't check, but you, it's going to be hard to find an anime film that's literally competing with real life just, uh, I mean, for a lack of a better phrase, non-animated films, and to really be in just even like top 10. That's kind of amazing. And then yeah. when actually looking into like the sub um uh, the sub analytics of the numbers. I mean, it, it even topped in Japan like Harry Potter sales. I mean, like oh, wow. that's I mean, that that's crazy. <laughs> like when you think about that. I, I mean, like I think it like hit like a couple others too. I, I'm not sure about like Titanic or as far as other films, but just as like a quick note. I mean, at least in like Asia right now, as far as to um, the movie being released in general. I mean, it's breaking box offices like everywhere it's being released period uh, um i think uh let's see what else is this uh it also saying that it'd be outbeat like frozen um like frozen 2 um wow. i mean it's, it's just being like on practically everything at least over there and again like a seventh place yeah. worldwide and it's still growing so i mean this is kind of like just ridiculous i mean my comment on it would be I mean, well, big ups to Demon Slayer fans and, uh, you know, the Demon Slayer author for doing it. Obviously, you're going to get your big bucks. And uh, you had the wherewithal to end the series where it made sense. So I'll, I'll put some respect on his name for that. Other thing that I think could be contributing to this, but not to take away from the fact that this is still amazing, is quarantine. I do think that, like, 2020 reduced uh, probably – I I don't think as many movies – that would have, I don't know, made broke top 10 released this year because of the whole COVID thing or in the way that could have worked. Because, like, the Mulan movie, for example, that shit probably could have hit big, but the release was just, like, flopped, right? Like, it just wasn't, I, I don't know. I didn't know where to get it. I had Disney+, Plus, but it was like I had to do this whole extra thing to watch it. So, I don't know. I still don't think it takes away from it. I still think even outside of quarantine, it probably would have, done record-breaking numbers but uh once again from like the the demon slayer hater in me like <clears throat> i do think demon slayer as a series brought a lot of people together like my my wife watched demon slayer she enjoyed the show her brother who's like uh into anime but like definitely on the naruto side of things like the typically shonen spectrum absolutely loved the series so it definitely, I saw that it brought a lot of people to the fan base. And like I said, if we was outside of quarantine, I think we would be seeing a lot of Demon Slayer cosplays uh, during this convention season. Sure. So it, it has the audience. Um, I'm just like, in my mind, it's off the animation. <laughs> I mean, it's just off the animation, bro. Like, I, I don't know if the story's there, but it's also kind of how I feel about the, what was that other movie that people love that, um, spirited away that i forget the the creator's name but like his movies like i've watched a few of them i thought they were decent but like people go that motherfucker's shit and maybe it's just that i don't get it but yeah i'm gonna have to pull the kanye like look i'm gonna let you finish but 
I, you know, like, sure, get your respect, big ups for the anime community, but it's just crazy because I, I talk with many, many people, an, uh, anime lovers of, of multiple ages, and <clears throat> I don't see niggas really goating it like this, bro. Like, I, 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 maybe it could just be my small population of people are just kind of similarly like-minded, but I'd be trying to, whenever I run into an anime person, see what they thoughts on Demon Slayer, because the internet going crazy, but when I talk to individuals, where the hype at? I'm like, bro, man, we might, this might be a water game scandal, bro. Like, we gonna have to... <laughs> the hype is in Japan. Mm, I guess. I don't think no 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 niggas watching that shit. The movie, like movie. I don't what? Know, oh no, bro. And, nah, bro. I'm saying like, of course, some people watch it, but like, like you said, for like uh-huh. the top ten thing, that to me that means nothing. Like the movies were shut down for half the year. People still aren't even going to the movies. Like billion dollar, like I mean, like hundred million dollar budget movies aren't even make, making back their 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 budget. That top top seven or top ten that, that means nothing to me in 2020. Eh, I mean, like, I would agree with you if they weren't actually comparing the numbers, though, to pre-sales before even, like, 2020, a.k.a. Well, they're, the they're, comparing it to, they're comparing it to Japan sales. I mean, well, that's true. I mean, like, well, I mean, I, I, I would have to look this up, but, like, in U.S., I don't think it's been released yet, has it? No, uh, it's supposed could to come out in February. Right. So, I mean, like, the sales we're talking about, as far as highs in 2020, we are just talking about a uh, a contribution from, like, Asia, from, like, Japan and Taiwan, at least specifically right now. And those numbers alone are putting it where it is. So, I mean, if you're thinking about that just in general, like, it just being released, again, in Asia, that movie is still in the top 2020 spot for worldwide, though. I mean, just imagine when it's still going to hit the U.S. Maybe not the numbers aren't going to be obviously the same as Japan, but they still going to be real. I mean, nah, bro. So. I, I'm telling you, these Demon Slayer fanboys is crazy. Uh, I do think it, it will still maintain a high ranking. Like I said, I mean, what Deuce brought up, we're in quarantine still. So there isn't a lot of competitors, I think, personally right now. So... I, I can see it still staying there when it drops in the U.S., probably because it's going to be easier to access than most of these other movies, and the niggas that want it know about it. True. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just pretty much another testament that Demon Slayer is just continuously making big noise, and it's probably going to continue on for as long as it keeps on releasing anime. So... Yeah, I mean, you should have continued the series. Should <laughs> <laughs> have squeezed that shit for all it was worth, bro. Hey. When it uh, works, it works. Right. Uh, last thing for decent news will be uh, Burn the Witch. I mean, we don't have much to say, but just to say, Kubo got us again, mm-hmm. <laughs> bro. I'm I'm hurt. Because most people that know me and know my thoughts on anime, I'm pretty open to anime, but there's one thing where I'm like, yo, I was hurt by Bleach, and and that has shaped me into my, you know, three-episode rule, or no matter how deep you are, if it sucks, drop it rule. And and that all stems from Bleach. Bleach shaped me as an anime watcher. And I swore to myself, never again, Taite Kubo, never again will you get me, nigga. And then he came out with Burn the Witch. I was like, man, I'm just going to watch it because it's newest, whatever. Watch the first episode. Okay, I kind of like it. 
second episode, third episode. I'm like, oh, this fire. This fire. Okay, let me wait for the fourth <laughs> episode. Oh, I, I'll check it every Friday. Like, where the fourth mm-hmm. episode at? Like a goofy. <laughs> and this nigga <laughs> got me again, bro. It's over with. <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, there ain't no nigga I don't know that I want to slap like this nigga. <laughs> and like my problem is I hate when like like you said it was three it was three episodes and that was it. But I hate when you build a world that I was interested in. Cause like the first episode, I was like, I don't get anything. I don't care much about this world. But when you get to the third episode, you meet that captain, he pulls out that electric thing, he has his own set of spells, he's spraying shit with spray cans. They're talking about these like god level dragons they have to defeat. And then you see that they're whatever the head of their division, that guy with the fucking weird mustache that looked like you hot box, just easily took that thing out in one shot. Bro. And then Kubo goes like, Yeah, we just gonna wrap it up here. I'm like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> maybe he maybe he truly, truly learned his lesson from Bleach. Like, he was like, Hey bro, let me stop before my fucking power scaling started destroying the story. Right? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, bro? That was, I, and I didn't think I got got. I was like, okay, I'm just, I didn't come in invested, but somehow Kubo did it again, bro. He got me invested in that bullshit. Hey, he good at setting up a story, I guess. That's just, for real. That's that's, he needs to, hey, uh, was, was, was it just an anime or was it a, a manga too? It was a manga too, a limited series. Mm. And you know what's crazy, bro? I uh for the anime club at my school, I put them on to this. Little did I know. Oh no! <laughs> Set them you little niggas up, bro. Yeah, bro. And people was what like, you? "Yo, this kind of lit. This I'm gonna yeah. watch that." Okay, you taught them a valuable lesson. You know I'm saying you taught them a valuable lesson about the anime community, though, which is that be ready and expect to be let down. Yeah, and you know something. I think that that really does teach these young bucks because when talking to them, they don't got the same respect we got. I'm like, bro, yeah. back when when we was watching anime, anime was really only set up to promote the manga. Twenty episodes in, all right, we done. Go watch the manga, bum. Like that was it. Right. And now y'all get the whole thing. Like Black Clover owned the manga ass. Like never that right. that would that wasn't gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. Niggas used to be years, like, anime used to be years behind the manga. Like, mm-hmm. we'd be like, yo, y'all just got to that? Like, we've been there. Look at One Piece is even, I'm surprised how close it is to where the uh, the manga is. Like, y'all niggas not really missing anything. It's getting to a point where it's really going to be hard. Like, I don't know how they're going to be able to, to finesse it with the chapters, but they're going to be really, really close. Like, mm-hmm. and it's going to be hard to I mean, the argument of anime versus manga might become non-existent with how close they're in, they're gonna end up being. You want you like know you're not missing. We we gonna start going away from like oh the mangaka as this like holy sensei who's putting down this knowledge with a couple of extra niggas on the side helping them. It's gonna it's gonna become you know industrialized like everything else. Like, all right, nigga, you can make the one or two main plots, but we got other niggas writing the rest of the story. Right. No, but see, my 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 issue, or like the thing that I I want to see resolved is that I feel like in the past, anime only stuff felt like uniquely different from an anime made from a manga in terms of like storytelling. Like you could always feel that there was something like about it. Same thing with the ones from like light novels. Like 
I'm wondering if we're going to get to more of a point where, like, a, a, a mangaka basically can start as an anime creator first, kind of, and still tell the same quality story. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe I sound a little weird. But, yeah, that's that's where I'm like, if we get to that point where now I'm like, now I really do have to battle. Because most times, like, when I'm watching a series, I usually have a manga backing that I could, like, go off of if I don't really want to start the anime yet. Or mm. if I'm really interested to keep going. But now we're going to start seeing stuff that's as good as mangas that are just anime only. So I have to week to week watch these fucking episodes. Because there's nowhere else I'm going to get the the answers to the questions. Like, yeah, I see. But I think for Shonen, and I think it's even getting even more so nowadays. I think for Shonen, I like to watch the anime first. Because, like, you know, they don't give the fights justice in the manga. You know what I'm saying? And then the anime will get me hype, and then I get a visual in my head of what they and I can read the manga, no problem. And But like I said, I think it's just going to get worse, because man, the animation, the fights be getting so cold. Like I said, like, damn, you know, that fight with the captains was the coldest I seen them go, period. Mm-hmm. And that's not even, you know, I mean, well, some would say it's canon because he gave okay, but yeah, we know how that went, so... <laughs> It's just like, who knows, bro? Like, crazy. Yeah. And I'm gonna need them to come back and start and start farming the the old series too, like, uh, and and remaking those. Like, I know we're already starting with a couple, but I mean, honestly, like, Cowboy Bebop, for example, I tried to watch it yesterday while I was fucked up, <laughs> and I was like, I think this show definitely has the swag, and I get the whole timing of it. But I'm like, yo, if we were able to, you know reanimate this for 2020 or whatever probably bring some more people back in for sure um but yeah any other closing comments on burn the witch the anime manga community taite kubo uh anime hurt me like this man i mean with, with though with everything said i still gotta put it out there but the next season of bleach is still gonna be lit sorry what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, hey, gotta, I gotta be honest. It's uh, it's just with seeing how animation is so clean in Gosh. 2020 and knowing the battle fights that are coming for this season of Bleach, there's no way I can't Jogger. say it's not gonna be lit. Jogger. You I'm know sorry. what MGG just, just said. He said Goofy of the Year round the corner. And hey, you gonna say some controversial <laughs> shit like that? Bro, hey, bro, I got my nominee like that, bro. Wow. I, I mean, I, I see how you can say that. I see no, how dude. you can say that without the anime being released yet. But just wait. Just no, wait. I don't disagree. Second that, that. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, y'all, wow. It's definitely gonna be hard if you think about the first captain, Genry side pulling so out all those. Get you three times, bro. That's fine. Wow. Hey, I'll, you can put my name on there if you want to. I'm already on there with the fans right now, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I agree with you, though. Like, I definitely think they had turned that shit around. Like, Burn the Wish was beautiful, especially that last episode. That's great to see that animation style tied with, um, if that's what they're going with, tied with that final arc of Bleach. Yeah, niggas, we're not going to hear any of the anime-only Bleach niggas say Bleach was trash. I'll put it that way. That's true. Because the fights will oversell the shitty ending. But, 
that's it for decent news. On to the anime segment. Uh, so let's start with better rivals than Sasuke. So uh, we got another stronger than, and in this edition, we're going to do better rivals than Sasuke. Sasuke Uchiha from Naruto, probably one of the most iconic rivals next to Vegeta, I would say, uh, that we know in the anime community. But is he really the best rival we've seen? I think not. Uh, we'll see what everybody else thinks. Um uh, so who wants to kick it off? Who wants who has their better rival I, uh, than Sasuke? I definitely yep. feel the need to start this off because um I feel like it's disrespectful to even mention Sasuke without putting respect on like, you know, the OGs. Um I'm gonna say Hie. Um, you know what I'm saying, uh uh Kiloa, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a little disrespectful to 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 put Sasuke above them and when Sasuke is just a copy of them niggas, you know what I'm saying? That's so he a for sure. Every every aspect of Sasuke personality, if you like it, that nigga basically just acting like he a. He act like he a <laughs> with with Killua powers. Like that's it. That's true. So I'm like, I definitely gotta say he a. Um, you know what I'm saying? And like, and, and this is why I respect on, on he a. Because you don't get this from Sasuke. Sasuke talked down to everybody. Killer B mopped this nigga. He talked down to him. He a got clapped by Yusuke. And Yusuke the only nigga that he talked to like a, a reasonable human being. Everybody else was like, nigga, shut up before I kill you, stupid ass nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least it makes some sense. That nigga Sasuke get clapped still talking shit. Like, how you get served by the Kage, served by B, served by Itachi, and you still big talk? Like, nigga, chill out, bro. A lot of shit. <laughs> You've been getting knocked the fuck out recently. Mm-hmm. Kid with OP powers, bro. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I got to say on it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm. Oh, go ahead, Joe. If you have one. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean, I know someone's going to take it. So since I'm the next one, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, talk about the good old show, you know, Clover over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, the, I mean, but in, in all realness, the, the reason why I like, you know, and just like, just like a nice concept to Black Clover in general is that the rivalry between Asta and, you know, is all healthy. Like, everything about it, like, actually positively promotes the plot and the growth with both characters. They both want the same goal, but there's still a very strong and mutual respect and love between them. I only say love because they're actually family. But, I mean, just in general, it's like, it's just, it's just, uh, what's a good word? It's, uh, it's refreshing. Minus the other rivalries that are in there, just our kind of um, a tsundere kind of relationship, right? But these two are like all up front. Like there, there's nothing really hidden. There's no like, oh my God, I secretly love you, but I'm actually acting like I hate you. It's just like, nah, bro. It's like, bro, you looking weak right now. What you doing? Let's go. Let's go. Like, like that. that's the kind of like attitude. Like it, it's tough, but it's still real. So as far as like actual rivalries go, as far as, I mean, like Austin, you know, is probably my favorite over the time. Uh, as far as like my experience with anime, just I because of how it. like legit and upfront it is, and how it's actually profitable to both characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Co-signing, and you know, um, I will. I was debating between who I wanted to really talk about, 
uh, between Matt or Sashomaru, but I'm going to go with Matt because I when I posted this on Monday, I heard some disrespect coming Matt's way, um, and I felt like I got to address it. Uh, <laughs> so Matt from Digimon is my better rival than Sasuke. Why I say this is I think um, for more or less from what I remember from Digimon, his relationship with Ty was healthy in the beginning, but what I really loved about Matt was when he left. Like, when Matt decided, fuck the Digi-Destiny, I'm doing this shit on my own, I felt like he really did it on his own. And I think that's where Sasuke was in the beginning, where, like, he left. Uh, when we first met him, it looked like he really got the power up and he was going to take it to the next level. But post that was just a bunch of L's getting handed his way. When Matt showed up on the scene, when he was like, yeah, I'm a solo Digi-Destiny, he was saving the Digi-Destiny's asses half the time. Like... They was a whole group of niggas uh, doing a bunch of shit. Matt would come through with Garurumon uh, or uh, the evolved form of that, murking whatever the fuck they had to fight. And I just thought that shit was dope. Um, I was excited to see him enjoy the group. As far as like the emotional roller coaster of their rivalry, I felt like I was way more invested in Matt and Ties than I think like mm-hmm. Naruto's and Sasuke's, even though they were both like pivotal parts of the story. I do think that yeah. I enjoyed Matt's uh, whole thing on its own. Plus the fact that, like, Gaumon was, like, this nice motherfucker. But basically he was, like, at the end of the day, my nigga Matt said, we going. So we going. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt like that was hard. Like, I felt like if Sasuke had some niggas like that that was, like, also left the village with him because they were just like, yeah, Sasuke said we going, we going. Maybe I would have liked a little bit more. But Gaumon was one of the nicest of Digimon. He turned that motherfucker into... A six Power Ranger, bro. I just, I just felt like if you really gonna do it, I felt like Matt did it. He was really like, "Fuck y'all," period. Yeah, um, I gotta just you know piggyback on that and say like you know I re- I watched uh, you know uh, Digimon as an adult. I don't want to say like recently because technically it was like you know like four or five years ago, but it was as an adult. And I just gotta say that you know Matt is just a better person than Ty. There's no reason Ty should be the leader except this nigga yelled the loudest. Yep. Yeah. Throw that out there. Ty, no, this show facts. should be about Matt. That's yeah. facts. I'm telling you, all we really needed was Matt and uh, what was the dude with Ajumon? What's his uh, brother's name? Uh, was it TK? Uh, TK? Yeah. <laughs> Matt and TK? They could have beat a lot of niggas, bro, once he figured out the Ajumon shit. Oh, yeah. That's good. But yeah, that's mine. Deuce, you got yours? Yeah, I got one. Well, I mean, so the two I got, I guess, I took Gary from Pokemon, and then um, Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> true. And just in general, like, a lot of rivals, I think, are better than Naruto, like, than Sasuke, because it, it, was, it wasn't even really a rivalry to me. It was, it was just Naruto chasing after him on some, like, weird shit, you know what I mean? Like, they... The reason they, they didn't even have the same goal. The reason they like fought is because Naruto was trying to save him or some shit like that. You know, it, it was just all weird. But Kaiba for sure. I mean, even like the the growth of his character throughout the entire like show, I think that by like by far like trumps anything Sasuke has done. Yeah. Mm, no, that's fair. That's actually a pretty. Yeah, definitely good some good keep the same energy type of rivals. Like Gary and Kaiba was on that period. Don't matter where we was at. It's still fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just got to put a little bit of disrespect on this nigga Kaiba. I got to throw a little bit of disrespect on this nigga Kaiba. Oh, wow. I 
feel like remember I voted Kaiba is like one of the best brothers out there. I think he is a wonderful brother, but I gotta put some disrespect on this nigga name as a rival because like he's <laughs> this nigga is no rival to my nigga Yugi. Like that's like calling Krillin Goku rival. Like come on, he ain't what? even supposed to be. This nigga had to attempt suicide to stop this nigga, bro. Like come on. No, you're bro. right. It was one sided. It was one sided for sure. I can't even put that nigga even close. Like, my nigga d- invented the Battle City just so Yugi could clap that net man's. Like, <laughs> sit, sit down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga is a supporting character. Bro, I can't respect a, him. Nigga, Joe, Joe got more respect as a rival than that nigga. Kind of. <laughs> bold statements. Big bold. Whoa. That's okay. Bold. I mean that. I mean, like, I hear you, but that I think you're going too far with the Goku and Krillin comparison. Like, <laughs> like really, bro? <laughs> like, we talking about a human versus like the definition of a warrior alien race. I mean, honestly, it's the same like, thing as, I mean, as Goku and Vegeta, really. Because, like, for example, Goku had to, had to Vegeta had to get Majin Buu's help to fight Goku. Um, mm-hmm. He had to do all the extra shit to even come when up, they first come, met. Come to Goku. But, but when they but first met Vegeta, it, they had to jump to Vegeta. He's Vegeta. Said he's Vegeta body Because because when they first met Vegeta, had to get jumped. He really packed that nigga Goku out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, he did. He bodied that's them niggas. But Goku yeah. the main character, so you know what I'm saying. That's how that's gonna be. No, he didn't though. What? He, yeah, he beat the shit out that nigga. Goku won. Goku. Yeah, I mean, Goku sorry, won. Vegeta technically won that fight. No, yeah, like if the, he wasn't the, the tail getting cut off, it was over with. He still technically had it. So, so here's my thing: he had to, he had to go, he had to use spirit bomb, which is energy from other niggas. He had to go KO can times twenty, which meant that that nigga Vegeta was twenty times stronger than that nigga, just for or less than twenty. But he had to go KO can times twenty just to like blow that nigga back, and it didn't kill Vegeta. Vegeta came back. It was like, nigga, close, but uh, it's over. <laughs> like, they really had to jump that nigga. Like, and, and no, that's no, why I say no, he no. got that day to shine. Kaiba ain't never got that day to shine. His closest was like, nigga, ah, jump if you beat me, Yugi. <laughs> and Yugi was like, all right, bro, you tripping. Hey. It's whatever. But to me, he did have the hardest cards, though. That's why I fucked with Kyber. Like, I'm Lift the Tormentor. Y'all can't play around with how cold that shit looked when he summoned that bitch. I'm Lift the Tormentor. Hey, let me be real. Yugi jumped everybody. It was two of them niggas. <laughs> that is true. Loki. That nigga was like, tag out, bro. This shit hard. The only time, no, but he did the first time he fought Kaiba, maybe that wasn't a jump because he had Exodia in his back pocket. So that was just. Straight up slapping that nigga raw, but after that, yeah, I could totally agree with that nigga getting jumped. Damn, <laughs> you be always jumping, kid. That's great. Facts. Uh, do we have any honorable mentions for rivals? I do want to just call out the ones that we didn't specifically highlight, but like Shishomaru, um, Fujita, of course, we just talked about, and uh, L, where where some other ones we brought up. I think all those are. Some notable rivals that uh, maybe there's a debate, but I, re- I do think are probably overall better than Sasuke in terms of rivalry. Mm. No, that's fair. Any other ones coming to mind? Uh, we we talking um, about uh, rivalries? Uh, just like honorable mentions, and then we'll go into like the worst, worse than the shitty I rivals. Bakugo was, was better. 
Who? Really? Then Sasuke? Yeah, I think so. I think Bakugo. Recently? For sure. Like, once he, like, learned of, like, um, all for one or is one for all. Whatever. Once he learned that um, the Deku got, like, all my powers and all that, I think it's it's been much better. Yeah. Okay. But before that, no. Like, early on, it was was just terrible. Oh. Um. (laughs) All right. Any other ones? Because now and you bringing up My Hero already gave me one that I want to highlight in trash. Ooh. <laughs> I know who it is. Yeah, we already know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll move on to Worst Rivals in Sasuke. And he seems to come up as trash in, in every discussion now. He's becoming the new log trap. But Endeavor, bro, I kind of put him out there <laughs> as one of them, as another trash rival. Like, uh, his relationship with All Might, like, I, while I get it, he sacrificed so much to try and beat this nigga. That nigga really still didn't beat him. Yeah, yeah, still didn't beat him. Took his place, and his, day one on the job showed us he couldn't even live up to this nigga's shoes, bro. I would think that at least, even if you can't be All Might, you should still be able to be number one. Well, but this nigga, I think he's going to die. I really think the death flag is here for this nigga because uh, he's not holding it up. Best genus just outsh- outshine this nigga. That's a fact. That's true. <laughs> he's the only pro hero to show us that pro heroes can actually do shit Man. so far in this entire arc. Endeavor's the trash, trash rival, bro. <laughs> Garbo. Endeavor, All Might was never thinking about him. Never worried about him. <laughs> Never scared so, of what this nigga could do. Not once. Yeah, I, I think if, if there's an argument for anyone not really being a rival, it's Endeavor. Like, he's like, I, I know we talk about Pride and Vegeta and all that, but he was so far off from All Might that literally, mm-hmm. like, it's, this, all, this nigga All Might probably didn't even, like, know he existed yeah. until he was about to retire, for real. Like, but see, this was, like, the Endeavor All Might gap is the initial gap of Naruto and Sasuke, I felt. I felt Naruto was that trash in the beginning where there was like a huge gap between him and Sasuke. But this nigga eventually huh? closed that shit. I, in terms of like Genny level, yeah. I don't think Naruto was close to Sasuke at all until they well, started gap, like... That, it wasn't that all my gap, but that all my gap was, gap was different. That's a different gap. Okay, yes. It wasn't as as massive as the all my gap. But I think it was a significant gap is what I'm trying to bring up. And I feel like Naruto eventually turned the tables, closed it, and then passed him. Endeavor didn't even get close. Like, it was always running away from him. Period. Bro, like, this is why he is shitty, uh, a shitty rival. Because any other rival would keep working hard. That nigga yeah. just started beating his kids. Like, fuck that <laughs> yeah, nigga, bro. That's <laughs> true, though. That's I mean, like, I can't put no respect on him. He definitely tries. Yeah, too. I got a nigga that I gotta put out as trash. Alright. Um, and this is that nigga Piccolo. Damn. Um, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Piccolo, if you only watch Dragon Ball Z enough, you Piccolo probably ain't got clout. But like honestly, I feel like Piccolo is the main center bad guy that everything was leading to for Dragon Ball. Like, you know, and then that oh, nigga like, yeah. yo, Goku, you put a hole in my daddy. I'm coming back to clap your ass. Okay, <laughs> I lost to Goku. Then, boom, Dragon Ball Z come. He like, look, nigga, I'm about to put a hole in you, Goku. Like, like I was like, bro, I really thought that Piccolo was going to be this nigga rival forever. I thought he was going to be where Vegeta is. Like, bro, this nigga went out his way to kill Goku. Like, hell yeah. 
And then it's just like, what nigga? You became his his glorified babysitter. You this nigga kid best friend. <laughs> Yo, weird ass nigga. Like, bro, I can't I can't get over it. And he lost Vegeta is everything Piccolo was supposed to be. My question is though, do we give him a dub for killing Goku? <laughs> As a rival, does he get at least one dub for technically killing Goku? Killing Goku. Okay, that's why I always give him his respect. Don't not because when niggas hate on Piccolo, I give him his respect. He killed that nigga Goku and kidnapped his kid. Niggas ain't know who's going to train him. Piccolo just like he coming with me and kidnap that nigga. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody do shit. So that was I get that nigga his respect for that. But we know where it end at because we can see 20 years down the road how the fuck the story is. And all that hardness still ended at him being a little bitch at the end of the day. I mean, but you could actually low-key, if you want to get deep into it, you could say it ended after he killed Goku. So his goal was accomplished. A real rival never put it down. I'm just saying. Vegeta would never quit. And that's why he made it to our list. Mm. Vegeta is where Piccolo was supposed to be. Think about that. That's why this nigga gotta be on the opposite list. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think that's kind of that tough. Crazy. Like Vegeta was forever salty because he forever didn't get a dub slash never put Goku in the dirt. Piccolo but, but, did. But we don't know that it's over though. We don't know that it's over though. He might get there. We <laughs> know Piccolo <laughs> done guys, for he did. He what? did beat Goku, so right, technically. Yeah, Wait. he did. He beat he beat Goku once in a one v one. Wait, when? When them niggas fought? When that nigga beat the shit out of Goku and then got Jerobi out to cut that nigga? Oh, 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 right, 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 right. My bad, my bad. Okay. I didn't technically beat him when he had um the Majin thing too. Goku didn't go all out, but still, he still won. Yeah. A win is a win. Uh, that was kind of a cheap yeah. win. Quote, I don't think quote. Vegeta count that win. Yeah, win is a win, bro. I mean, he for, sucker punched them if you really for remember. you. But I don't think Vegeta going for that one. Yeah. I mean, seeing as he was like, oh, y'all, y'all Andres can get stronger. Okay, go ahead, Cell. Eat them niggas up. I mean, Cell, you can get stronger. Eat them niggas up. I think he will hold standards to his wins against Goku. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, does anybody else have another one? Because I got another one that came. Yeah, I, I got one. Um, go ahead. Gray from Fairy Tale. Damn it, that was mine. <laughs> yeah, like, that was mine, you know, bro. That nigga's the a goat. started off, he was, he was, he was the rival to, um, to Natsu, you know. He yeah. was that nigga. He thought he was going to be like the Sasuke, you know, the entire oh, time. Okay. And then one right. arc later, this nigga shows up, and we yep. never see anything about Grey again. <laughs> he didn't even get power up until like the last arc or something like that. He was literally a ghost the entire time. Like, <laughs> ghost it, was, it, was, it was amazing. I've never seen nothing like it. <laughs> Yeah, no, bro. He, became, like, I, he was a main character and became like a, a side character all within one arc. Crazy. That's a, I just got a co-side to great stuff. They tried to redeem him at the end, finally gave him powers that were on par with Dragon Slayers, but it was too little, too yeah. late. That nigga great disappeared. They literally smacked his ass out of the rivalry spot. It was crazy. Yeah, I got a shitty rival. Go ahead. Uh, that nigga, uh, Leo, like, nigga from, from Black Clover, like, nigga, you're nowhere near these niggas. Stop calling yourself Asta Rival. Oh, you know, my like, Tito Jackson. Uh, 
Talk about Leopold. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Black the Clover. youngest brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, that nigga be out here like, yeah, I'm Oscar Rival, and niggas like, who are you? No, hey, bro, she no Jackson, nigga. You don't know about the Jacksons? <laughs> we got Michael. We got Janet. On, you ain't bro. heard about them too? I'm, right I'm Tito. <laughs> <laughs> we even got Jermaine. I'm gonna put a, a respect on what's his face name, uh, the Vermilion nigga. Ain't he like their cousin or whatever? What? Or no, he's. Uh, the soccer motherfucker. He's not related. Oh to him. yeah, no, yeah. He's the no. He, he's the cousin, cousin family. Oh yeah. uh, okay, yeah. So I'll call him Jermaine. Put him out there. <laughs> Tito Jackson, bro. And wait, no, nah, but what that mean? Effing um. Oh fuck! Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. A second. What's the? Well, that mean mimosas? Effing um. Uh, crap. Well, not not Janet, but who's the other sister? Yeah, there was another sister. I don't remember her name either. <laughs> Is it Latoya? I think. Oh, wait, I, think I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew, so don't put the most on Latoya status, bro. <laughs> That's kind of cold, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. She's not getting asked that then. I can tell you that much. So. I don't know, man. I mean, Mimosa got that he not the thing going. You never know. Nah, bro. Asta is getting sister Lily all day, every day. Ooh. No else will have to figure some shit out. Um, <laughs> Nigga, Gray is getting sister Lily. What are you talking about? You said Gray? Yeah. Gray? Not Gray. I mean, um... <laughs> like, what? You know, you know. Oh, I'm like, Gray? What the fuck is she? No, no Loki, I can see that, too. You know pulls up with sister Lily, and then Asta gonna be lost, Mimosa gonna comfort her, boom. That's how it's gonna work. Noel, I don't know. Like Noel still is gonna be an oddball. Who knows? I don't know. You know, she... just gotta get one spoonful of that charmy dish, bro. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> you think Charmy gonna pull up with you? Nah, dog. For that, sure. That she's she not important enough to pull, you know. Hold on real quick. I what? gotta jump in on that one. Right okay. now, as you know as a child, he don't understand. But when you know get older, hit that time skip, he gonna want Charmy. Uh, a loyal woman that's cooking for him every night. Back. Come on, got the hands, got yeah, the hands and the lineage. Come on, yeah, yeah come on. Wow, wild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anybody has any other uh, uh trash rivals they want to call out? Mm. Uh, there, I'm sure there's a lot in the history of, of animes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Demon Slayer. I wouldn't say any of them are particularly trash rivals. They just don't do much. Um, oh wait, what about? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call that trash because Homie actually got hands. But uh, I mean, I, this would get to be the honorable mention for um, oh, Arthur in Fire Force. Oh dang! I, okay, yeah. I, I hate that he, nigga Arthur. He should be on the list. What? Yeah. But I mean, as on far as better rivals, list? deny Homie's got off <laughs> when he wants it. That nigga on the trash rival list. He annoying as hell. No, that nigga's funny, bro. <laughs> wow. I got a... Dude, I got, he's a stupid uh, funny, but he's so stupid. Like, it's, it's, it's like... The nigga's really retarded. And like, it's so, <laughs> I don't, it, like, in the most recent episode, like, they were talking about how he, um, they have a handbook how to deal with his ass. Yeah. Because of, cause he's so stupid. It's funny. Wow. <laughs> that nigga Arthur funny as hell. <laughs> um... 
But I would toss out also um, uh, Renji as another ghost rival. <laughs> oh, God. He tried. He oh. really did try, bro, but he just couldn't. He just couldn't keep up. That nigga Renji from Bleach, he could not keep yeah. up, bro. Ichigo's progression was just too fucking bad. Oh, shit. I didn't even know he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I uh, see, that's how you know. It sucks because Reggie's story was, I'm a nigga from the hood. They finally gave me some privilege in this whole society. I'm trying to come up and be great. Never did it. As you can argue, maybe he did it at the end of the series. Maybe, but not really, bro. R.I.P. Renji, bro. That was that was I was disappointed to not see him be able to live up to expectations in his rivalry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, I got I got one more trash uh, rival. Um, All right. I forgot his name, but the ninja buddy from um One Punch Man who really thinks he's like for sure. Sonic? Uh, yeah, 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 that's it. Speed of sound Sonic. He's trying. <laughs> he got hope. Um, but all right, uh, I think we can move on to uh Black Clover episode 151. Player five, you want to kick us off? Yeah, so uh, I um, I watched the Black Clover um filler, I think it's pretty fun. Um, but episode 151 is super interesting because they decided in order to lift the hopes up of the people in the, co- in the country, they was gonna do a um a Royal Knight selection test style fight between the captains. Um, except they left real out. So it was a four on four. It was, uh, Yami, uh, 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 Mantis homie. Jack. Uh, yeah. Jack, uh, 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 Silva homie. What's his name? Nozelle. And then the purple orca nigga. Um, I got to put some respect to at least remember his name. He did decent enough. I can remember his name. I'm going to remember did it. He one really? What? Yeah. He went from, from not being worth a name to at least being like, all right, I can remember this nigga name. Um, and then on the other side, we had, um, shit, what's World Tree homie name again? I forgot already. Uh, Ver- yeah, Vongeance. Yeah, okay, yeah, William Vongeance, uh, my <clears throat> nigga Fuengolion, uh, 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 Rose Charlotte, and then um, um, and Dorothy. Yeah, those were the teams. And they were boxing. And, you know, earlier we had uh, made predictions on who we thought were uh, the strongest um, captains. And, you know, we put Fuegolion at two. I didn't remember that. I thought we put him at three. But that nigga showed why he should be two. My man, 2v1 for, like, the whole fight. Wow. Nozelle and um, Purple, Purple Orca homie. 2v1 them niggas. Not on some, huh, I'm barely surviving. They was like, bro, all we can do is contain this nigga. Wow. At best, I was like, bro, it, it, it's a disparity. Captains ain't built either. <laughs> that nigga Fuegolion, strong, boy. They was all huffing, puffing, out of magic. That nigga was like, oh, shit. Amber alert. Oh, I'm about to say, I'm like, something blowing up over here? Oh, oh, no, it was, no, I, know just, I just got that, too. I just got the same Amber alert. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that nigga, boy, Nozelle, or not Nozelle, uh, Fuegolion was going crazy. Like, it took two niggas to just hold him back. Not beat him, hold him back. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, we confirmed Yami can cut through the, um, the dream dimension. Oh, he can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a big right. statement. All right. 
So, like, the way it all ends is because they all get a chance to show off, like, they power. But the way it all ends is Yami dicking around in the dream world. And then she make, like, hella clones of Yami to just, like, beat that nigga up. After Yami get packed out by, like, clones of him, he like, all right, bro, I'm done with this shit. I'm going to show you my move. And she didn't know about this move because Yami only did it with the boys. He's like, all right, I'm about to pull out my move. And nigga did Mana Zone uh, Dimension Slash. And nope. it was so like strong, it cut through her dream dimension, and it cut both of the crystals in half in the real dimension too. Snap. Yeah, he like blew some shit up, and I was like, "Bro, Yami wasn't trying to kill her. Like, if Yami was doing to her what he did to Dante, like, it'd be oh, oh and Yami did his black hole for the first time in the anime, which was lit. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Wow. So they foreshadowing that, even though he. So that was the one. Yeah, because this whole time skip is about what these niggas was doing to get. Right. To oh, okay, gotcha. Training. Yeah. yeah, this was his first time whipping out the uh, black hole. He used it to absorb like Charlotte shit, and yeah. so these are from after watching it. I say that Yami, uh, Foygolion, and William absolutely showed that they deserve to be where they at. Okay. And what William do? Matter of fact, that nigga didn't... William was also first Hokage shit. They oh! like, Yami like blue Yami and Jack did a combo spell and blew up the area. They was like, "Hey, bro, ain't no trees in this area. Fuck that!" Like they chopped down the whole area of forest. And they was like, "Y'all got me fucked up and turned the area like five times that size into a big ass tree." And he did that on the like boom right here, a couple seconds. I turned this whole city into a tree, nigga. Don't play with me. I was like, all right. <laughs> okay, he, he definitely big flexed on them niggas right there. Number one, you said? No, I'm not moving that nigga to number one. And the reason I can't do that is because one, fire beats trees. And luckily, <laughs> we didn't have to see Fuegoleon go against William because they were on the same team. But that nigga Fuegoleon was definitely 1v2 and big easy. And then Yami, the reason, like, Yami, if you just watched him and you don't know how Yami gonna go crazy, you'd be like, bro, Yami one of the weakest niggas here. But I know Yami about to go crazy, and I know Yami playing. Like, he wasn't trying to kill nobody. So that's why I'm like, nah, Yami definitely stronger than what he was showing. So I feel like them niggas is where they at. Them niggas did not have no difficulty. They was just joking around. Okay. That nigga, Jack, gotta go down a little bit, bro. I gotta drop that nigga. Oh, I was gonna ask, what about Dorothy and Jack? Ooh, tough. Because Dorothy, I had less respect on her than what we gave her. That was y'all that voted her up. So I thought she was weak. No, no, that was not us. No, I've always been a Dorothy fan. Like, don't sleep on that dream world. I put respect on her name. Yeah, that's fine. This is is the one thing that I'm going to give to Jugga. Everything that we were saying that would make her lose... She actually acknowledged it. She was like, oh, yeah, that time, that way that I tricked my elf, I'm not stupid. I'm not going for that. Like, right. <laughs> she was like, I'm <laughs> never going for that again, nigga, because that nigga Yami was like, okay, exit. And she was like, yeah, all right, nigga. Like, <laughs> exit to these hands, nigga, I'm not going for that. So that's why I was like, all right, bro, I got to put some respect on her name. She's not as stupid as we thought. Uh, but she is weak because her power is overwhelming, and she should have bodied that nigga. So... I can't give her that much respect. And also, she can instantly teleport niggas. That slow shit, that, mm-hmm. no, that don't happen. Like, she looked at that nigga Yami, and it was like, boop, boop. That nigga was oh, gone that's before Yami, or even, um, and Jack was right next to that nigga. So before Yami and Jack could react, he, she, boop, boop, you in there. 
Oh, Dang, that's a- I wish you put Jack in there uh, so we could see. It would have Jack would have lost, and I know Jack would have lost. And this oh, is okay, so we because Wait, so then let, let me ask you. I mean, like right now we got Jack ahead of Dorothy at four and five. Would you switch that? Yeah, big facts. Jack got to go to the bottom. Why wow, to the bottom? Hear me out. That's his magic code. His magic do everything we thought it would do. But uh-huh. he can be overpowered because that nigga was chopping shit down. And William was like, all right, nigga, I'm done playing with you. And put a whole Hokage tree on that nigga. Bow, that nigga was asleep. Ooh. He put a whole tree on that nigga. And that nigga was out of fighting for like 10 whole minutes. Nozelle had to break that nigga free from under the tree. Oh, yes, after really? he got from under the tree, he went. He started going uh-huh. crazy again. But it's like, yeah, nigga, he a captain. He should. But William really was like, sit down, little nigga, and sat that nigga yeah. down. But so well, it's bad. Legit, bro. You know yeah. That's William. Right. He gonna do that to everybody except like Yami and and Frigolion. So clarify based off what he gonna you do that watch, to Nozel. My bad. Based off what you watch, what does the new ranking sound like for you? I'll tell you what we have first, so you got that. I'm know, looking the at the thing, what we had. Yeah, so the audience know what we had, and then you can tell us how it changes. So number one, we had Yami. Two, Frigolion. Three, Vengeance. Four, Jack. Five Dorothy, six Brill, seven Nozelle, eight Charlotte, and ten eleven nine ten was the purple orca cabin. <laughs> so, right. how does it change? So a couple people can't change because of circumstantial evidence. Brill, mm-hmm. I can't change him because he wasn't in the fight. Okay, I can't change Charlotte. Because she was doing that goofy ooh yummy thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Where it's like. Because if I judge her on what she did, she would be number 10. Well, wow. I think it's fair That's to just sad. say that because she was on that goofy I love Yami shit, mm-hmm. we, I'm going to chill out on her. Okay. But niggas that need to change. Jack, you not number four, my dog. No, sir. I got to bring that nigga Jack down to nine. Nine? Nine? I got to bring that nigga Jack down to nine. That was past Charlotte, bro. Yeah, I got to bring that nigga Jack down because he looked cold. You see his shit, I'm like, damn, that nigga cold. But, like, he was literally just overwhelmed. Like, well, he may do nothing crazy. He slapped that nigga with a tree. Like, he just overwhelmed that nigga. And everybody here got overwhelming magic. I'm sorry. That nigga, he done. Um, I will keep Dorothy where she is at five. Dang, Shit, no, I don't know. Going above her? You can't okay, no. Dorothy got to go up. Dorothy goes up to four. All right. Dorothy <laughs> got to go up to four. And then I'm going to bring... I guess y'all getting the the Amber Alert too. Nah, I me, mean, uh, I mean, niggas don't know shit about what's going on in Chicago. <laughs> man, I, I want to move. I, I don't know. I guess I want to move. Uh, I gotta move real. No, I gotta keep real. real. Yeah, I guess I want to move Nozelle up to five. Honestly, I think it could be a tie between Nozelle and um that uh, purple orca nigga. Like, neither one of them showed me anything that was too amazing. Nozel just went a little harder because, like, he can make his shit be liquid or, like, a hard metal. So, I was like, okay, I guess. But, eh, I guess I'll put Nozel above that nigga. Even though it's a huge gap between okay. one, two, and three and everybody else. Huge Damn. gap. No, which is what we, we, we said the first time. Like, those yeah. top three, they just different. Mm-hmm. Damn, they went crazy, bro. Now I'm about to watch this shit after we done. Yeah, that episode, episode sounds lit. That was crazy. Oh, and they animated it decent too. Damn. Okay. 
I'm here that for nigga that. Nozell talking about him and him and Fuego Leon uh, 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 rivals. Nozell the worst rival, nigga. Where? Because you was nowhere near that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Um, any other closing comments on the Black Clover captains? I mean, I'm I'm shocked that Jack jumped. I got on. one last closing comment to say. Uh-huh. Out of all the shit that I seen them niggas throw, I still ain't seen not nah, nan nigga that I think will be um what's her name? Mary Leona. Them really? niggas not ready for her. <laughs> they not ready for her. Wow. Nani. They don't want that smoke. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, also, that. I since you seen them fight, anybody you think for sure you got the vibes that you know could probably be? Mm. Or not. You know, as he is right now, might beat that nigga Nozell. The crazy thing is, nigga, how I think he could beat Nozell. What? What's up? How? You got Nozell at like number five or six, right? How? So how can he beat Nozell but not the bottom three? Because these niggas ass. These niggas is ass, bro. That's it. If these (laughs) niggas, if every single Magic Knight captain right now went in to fight three members of the Dark Triad, all them niggas be dead. Damn. Oh, it'd be three v three v nine, and they'd kill all them niggas. I mean, they took so out the strongest niggas, so basically. But you think that Euro could beat um, Real and who else? And Blade? So here's my thing. I think it's very situational, and we can even see in this thing that shit is situational. Because like, if Nozel didn't have the magical advantage. On Fuegoleon, Fuegoleon would have just bopped them niggas. He even said that. Like, oh, your water shit is keeping me from just bopping you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, I think that, like, Jack would be a great counter for you, know, because he can cut through magic and that nigga, like, really relentless. Like, he, like, with Yami as far as the, like, I'm not off your ass type nigga type shit. That's mm-hmm. how he fight. Um, so I think that would be great to box you, know. Uh, so I don't think he would beat Jack. But I do think he could just flat out overpower Nozell. I think Nozell is where he at because he rich, got hella mana, and his magic can do a lot of different shit. But when it comes to just boxing, I don't want this nigga Nozell on my team. Damn. Like, we just got to square up on some niggas, fuck utility. I don't want that nigga Nozell there. Damn. And he's still low-key stronger than some of them other bum-ass niggas at the bottom. Uh-huh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I mean, you heard it here first, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's dropping Nozel, bro. Uh, okay. A- any other closing comments? If not, I will move on. No, nah, we, we all gonna watch it, and then next time we can see if we all agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a feeling we won't. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I think you said I have a feeling that you won't. That nigga Jack look cold, bro, but he really ain't do shit. You will see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On to the Sekai Battle Royale. So uh, do you want to kick it off with fire for this one, too? Um, sure. Uh, so I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, most isekai, at least the ones where people get dropped into fantasy worlds, are based on Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so I thought it would be interesting uh, um, to see, like, you know, if a group of these isekai main characters could do like a dungeon crawl 
versus like Einzel Gone, who was like a lich who runs a dungeon full of strong ass niggas. So I picked out kind of like the strongest niggas that I could think of that are usually in Isekais. And so that was uh, my nigga Goblin Slayer because he ain't got outright strength, but that nigga got the Batman strats. Um, uh, Rimaru from um, 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 that time I was reincarnated as Slime. Uh, that nigga kind of really cold and he can absorb super strong shit and turn up, which may be they saving grace here. Uh, Kirito, because Kid Jesus can do what he wants. <laughs> um and then Naofumi from uh the uh Rising of Shield Hero, cause that nigga Naofumi low key kinda cold with the shit. And I think he got clout as being one of the strongest uh Isekai characters. And Naofumi we're going off of the anime understanding. Yeah, like before we yeah, before we uh got started, I thought we would need to uh drop some clarifications real quick. Go ahead. So pretty much going off first with MGG. Are we, as far as like status of every party involved, are we just using anime uh, feats? Uh, when I had made it, that's what I was thinking. But to be honest, I think niggas could use some some help against Ainz because he's stacked. So, I mean, shit, if you want to add some shit, I'll say add it. No, I mean, like, I personally don't know, but from what I've heard and yeah. even seen the comments, but the manga Rimuru and at least manga Naofumi, they kind of become broken. So, yeah. I mean, like, that, that's why I think it's actually a pretty big deal oh, if see, we're talking I about know. the stats, too. Cause so, I say let's just keep it anime because me personally, I don't read any of the uh, manga. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us is reading the manga. That's why I think we just want to preface it for the audience, which is like no, this I mean, is coming out of our anime. I mean, then that's exactly why we're saying this too. Um, yeah. What you call it? And then too, when you say Ainz, do you actually mean like every like party entity that's actually a part of the Tomb of Nazarek, or just yeah, like so, Ainz and like basic uh, I don't know foot soldiers, or do you I mean, mean like everybody's there? I mean, so when I say uh, uh, my specific terms were like a dungeon crawl. Okay. And so what I mean by that is like, yes, it is these four against the entire tomb of Nazarene, but they don't have to like head bash this. They don't, they don't have a time limit. It is like, look, it is your goal. Just like if you were to pick up a random game of D and D to go into this crypt and eventually destroy the head, how you go about that is completely up to you. So they might want to just run through a box and every nigga that might get them clapped, but hey, they could do that. They could sneak, they could rest, they could take as long as they need. But yes, it is these four against the entirety of the tomb of Nazarene, uh, not necessarily at one time, but yes, the goal is to take out the whole thing. Last question on the uh, original post, you said prep time that the adventurers have. Does Ainz have prep time too? Do they know they're coming? No, know who they are because uh, in general, um, the it is the group of adventurers who know of the evil ahead, and the the you know just like with Ains, Ains don't be knowing who coming up. Niggas just come for his head. Okay, all right. So okay, now 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 that we got all the specifications out, that was that was important. That was important. Um, if I want to start this off, I'm gonna still give it to the Tomb of Nazareth. Um, with high difficulty, and as far as out of 10, uh, right now, I probably give Ein seven. Um, for the simple reason that homie's roster of big hitters is huge, 
as far as the floor guardians, Albedo, um, effing, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name, copycat homie that guards like the, cre- uh, the treasury in there, along with all the maids and the head butler, not to mention, and then just like, you know, all like the actual beasts and creatures under them. But even starting with the maids, like one maid by themselves, the power scale that they gave them is kind of monstrous in the sense that you can argue that one maid will at least give one of the four characters reasonable trouble by themselves. So then you're just talking about like stack on stack of actual characters that that strength or higher, not to mention actual eins. I don't see how only four of them are going to bring the smoke enough to actually beat them. That's pretty much my summary. All right. Um, I'll go. Uh, so for me, looking at this roster, uh, here's how I broke it down in my mind. I don't see much of anything coming from Goblin Slayer, and I gotta be real with that. That nigga is about killing goblins. If if there's any goblins in Ayn's roster, them niggas is getting bodied for sure. Other than that, though, his equipment is all based off that, um, and he's more of like a uh, I don't want to. I guess MacGyver's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Just he. I don't think he has the strength to really go against any of the niggas there. Rimaru has potential strats. I don't think he goes into fights without knowing he's going to win in some way or with some level of confidence that he's going to win. Plus, there's his predator ability, which, as far as I understand, doesn't really have limits into what it can absorb. So it really can shut down a lot of fights with the top tomb of Nazarick niggas. Um, but anybody with any sort of stress, I think will be able to outsmart that predator ability, but any of the, like, uh, I think there's that floor guardian that's pretty dumb. Like I could see him easily getting absorbed by that. Uh, Kirito to me, I see him as like a super strong combatant. Anyways, I would argue that his strength should be on par based off the way they try to write him in stories should be on par with one of the floor guardians because he's just a op power level type of nigga now fumi i'm i'm assuming that in the manga he's op but since we're anime only from what i've seen he's just come up into the cusp of his powers he has a dope weapon is strong but i still think uh fighting capability wise he's like a subpar floor guardian somewhere um so with all that being said my thought is that it's probably going to be eight out of ten eins um and i'm giving the two only to a rimaru strat that really incorporates all of the uh care the team well or um rimaru's predator ability basically cutting out most of the fat of people they have to fight no no i'm pretty much in a complete agreement okay um i'm the reverse whoa Uh, and i will mind y'all that I am fresh off of watching the Goblin Slayer movie, um, which is dubbed on Funimation. Uh, anybody care? Look, <laughs> cut the check. Cut the check. Um, so, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so I uh, have picked this group uh, starting with Goblin Slayer in mind uh, because I was like, man, what would he need to be able to take on Ains? Because clearly, he fights above his uh, his his weight class all the time. <laughs> so 
I see him as the Batman in this Justice League. It's like, yeah, if you were to look at Batman versus Darkseid, you'd be like, what, nigga? Why is he here? You butt that nigga there, though, right? Like, yeah. uh, Goblin Slayer <laughs> absolutely cannot power with these niggas, but this nigga's strats is beyond these other niggas. Like, Rimaru, Kirito, and Naofumi all have good Isekai strats. I will put them at Isekai strat level comparable to niggas that are with the Nines group. This nigga, Goblin Slayer, that nigga got the Death Note strats in the, in the Isekai. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to put him at quite death note level. But, like, that nigga really is methodical in how he thinks. And if we were to anger, or or or, or uh, angle, rather, his uh, this, this thoughts towards, like, the Temple of Nazarene, that nigga, especially with the Predator ability, Kirito's ability to sneak in and get stuff, like, my nigga, I think that he going to have a couple plans ready. Like, all right, bro, this is how we about to handle these niggas. And then... That's what he brings to the table. Kirito and now, no, not Kirito. Rimaru and Naofumi are both. They both bring the same thing to the table, except one is offensive and one is defensive. As you beat levels in the Temple of Nazarene, these niggas will exponentially get stronger. You know what I'm saying? And we already know yeah. from Ains is that all of his niggas combined together could clap him. He said it himself, right? So if they get to Ains after clapping his niggas, it's almost him basically saying, like, yo, I'm about to get clapped right here. The only thing that's going to say that nigga is they robots and he not, so he got good strats. But my nigga Goblin Slayer there for that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then Kid I mean, Jesus like, there, if niggas need to really get clapped up, yo, Kirito, put this nigga under the dirt, bro. See, <laughs> my, my only uh, hesitation to that, I definitely didn't think about the dungeon crawling aspect as much as you did. When you brought that up, that is a strong point of their like them leveling up through the the different parts of the dungeon. My only hesitation to that is I think in both cases, just from the anime, Rimaru and Naofumi do have a cap. Like there is a certain amount of power that can overpower them, right? Like we've seen Rimaru have it with the demon lords. Like at this current stage, if a demon lord pull up, he will get like defeated, right? He can't outstrat that. Um, and then now Fumi, it's like we just seen him have a difficult fight already. So it's like I definitely see the OPness, but I can see that getting countered by going into a room where the nigga is just too strong, which I think Eins has that. But that that's my only counter. What you said. Other than that, I think it made a lot of sense. The only I I agree, but I would also give that fact to Eins too. Um, if we were talking about the tomb of Nazarene before the anime started, quote unquote, in a sense of if there was if this was still a video game that they that they were all kind of in and playing, I could see that being true. But since now all the characters have their own, um, like they all have like consciousness and like can actually make decisions on their own. Not to mention Ainz's own personality in the sense of trying to save and treating all of his members in the tomb as fam. If he sees that these guys are actually making mad decent headway into the tomb and starts even taking out like a floor guardian or two, he's going to be adjusting his plans and kind of making strats on the fly to kind of counter and learn as they're getting further on into the dungeon. So though he won't technically getting physically stronger as they keep going, his strats will be updated based on the abilities he will be seeing. 
And they have proved, at least in the latest season, that homies got like cameras slash at least ways to mm-hmm. view um, enemies as they sure. as soon as entered the tomb. So, I mean, it's kind of I mean, based on like the strats we've seen from Ainz in general, I don't think it's too far fetched to say that. Okay, we ain't dealing with no normal busters here. Yo, all the floor guardians, we're going to be needing to make a plan while they start taking out some fodder. You know I what know. I mean? So considering <laughs> that, I, I would say, I mean, it's tough to say who would actually bring more. Well, not, not bring more. Who would actually gain more as they've been going through the dungeon? If anything, I would just kind of put it as a wash, Loki. Um, I just like two two more things I wanted to add in. Is that I I agree and understand that Ainz is a strategist, um, but I think almost every main character in you know video game isekais are is not an abnormal trait. In fact, every single one of these characters on here could be considered a strategist in their own right. True. So, and I would just say that of everybody listed here, of the five isekai people here, uh, I think Goblin Slayer. Well, technically he's not in the isekai, but you know what I mean? I think Goblin Slayer uh, has the the best strats, um, and combined with some of these niggas, and and also another thing I want to throw out is we seen Ains at an almost death state. Ains don't got a main character turn up power. He is working within the confines of what he can do. He's just a powerful person that played the game for a long time. All of these niggas on the other end do have a main character turn up, like. That like, yo, the chips are down. I can literally go outside of my ability and turn up. Don't 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 sleep on that now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just I as mean, a comment, I'm not, but like the ability the abilities we've been seeing of Irons ain't nothing to sleep on though, too. Just like base, as far as like him never being worried. But I mean, you gotta I mean like that but that's the fact of itself, right? I mean, Irons, we've never seen Irons in a place where he was about to die in the sense that he thought he was about to die. You know what I mean? Like I mean, like he in the sense of like his own natural ability and OPness is like valid. In a sense of like his abilities that he's actually shown us could like rival even some of the OPness that we see in the other characters. In the sense of like instant death, almost like I mean, in a in a predator sense um, kind of concept where he has a one hit kill and he does have time manipulating magic too, which in my opinion is kind of OP by itself. So I mean, when they get to Ains. It's like, even if the floor guardians or all the other members of the tomb does any kind of work on these kids, I think Ainz has like a shot like by himself to do some hardcore damage after all the knowledge that he gains from him actually, uh, based on the team actually going up against uh, the floor guardians by itself. The biggest thing, like I said before, I think like the biggest plus that Ainz has is just the quantity of actual creatures and personnel that's going to go up against these kids and more time for them to learn. Their biggest, I mean, the other side's biggest problem is simply going to be endurance because they only have four uh, people going up against a literal army. That I mean, yeah, has, they, like, I wouldn't, people. I wouldn't suspect that they would take on the whole group like one after another. Like you know what I'm saying, just off pure numbers, he win. I, I'm not really speculating on the strategy in, in like in particular like that, but I could assume that there might definitely be a case like, yo, we hit up levels you know, one through two, then we had to dip out. You know what I'm saying? 
came back a couple weeks later, hit up your next levels, you know? Like, they would just be suicide for them niggas to try and rush his shit. Like, I mean, if they want unless, to, I don't know what them niggas on. But unless they brought that. their groups with them. Then I think we definitely have something. Oh, that'd be a different story. Goblin Slayer's group is harder. Uh, not necessarily. I don't think so. Because if I mean, that's that the case, then I think Goblin Slayer's I mean, that'd be a whole other conversation. <laughs> if Rimuru can bring, like, his own, like, nation yeah. roster, too, I mean, that's kind there of huge by itself, so. Yeah. But, I mean, one thing I did want to mention on the Goblin Slayer Strats comment is I do agree that I feel like I I feel like Goblin Slayer may have more stress, but when I think about it and what I've seen, unless the movie says something otherwise, the things he executed strats on were, while the goblins are cunning, I will not consider them, like, yeah, smart in that, like, they're really strategically planning out how they execute things. I do think they're cunning. I do think they can adapt, but I feel like compared to maybe what, some of the other Isekai mains have fought down the road. I don't think it's really a chess match with Goblin Slayer. I think he's a really good hunter mm. and has like really good strategies to capture the things that he hunts, okay. if that makes sense. And they're executed cleanly. So that would just be my only argument there. So I feel like when he's outside of his Goblin element, a lot of those strats uh, can fade. But like I said, if we brought the teams in, I do think we have a real powerhouse, and this becomes more of an even fight in my mind because, like, Rimaru has backup strong characters that probably can, you know, handle some of the fodder. Also, we got a whole village of animal people. Exactly. Right. No, yeah, I mean, that, got... that's just it. I mean, this would be a completely different convo. Right. We're talking about, and like, all of oh. those people can level up throughout their battle. So when you add that leveling up thing, then it might even flip it to where Ainz is probably going to get destroyed because, like you said, they can just come in, take on the challenges incrementally, grow their base. By the time they come back, like, these niggas have floor level, you know what I'm saying? Their support, their See, top supporters are probably four guardian level. I thought about that same thing, but the reason I shied away from that as a question is because I was like, all right, I was going off of, like, you know, basic video game, stupid dungeon logic. Like, yo, Ainz kind of stay put, let them niggas come to him. But I'm like, all right, if they get their whole group, like, yo, this is a military versus military, and Ainz get to move, I don't think it's as easy. Now I think it's a little more, like, just flat out even hard to say, period. Because you get into a lot of stuff. I haven't seen these niggas manage a country the way I see Ainz do it. That's fact. I like yeah. I seen eyes literally go into a place, systematically break that shit down, you know, <laughs> without stepping foot in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a real not, political terrorist. I mean, you gotta also not sleep that it's not just Ainz who's making up that strat. It's a couple of his floor guardians that's a part of that too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like that. I mean that you got. I'm just saying, like you can't sleep on his heavy roster as far as like not just power goes too because some of those guys strats especially like buddy with the glasses yo i mean homie you could even argue he's got more stress than irons like at the mm. Mm. so i mean like and then you know that become a whole argument at that point like <laughs> that's a, a, an analysis <laughs> you know well that is true. there's a definitely a strong military analysis at that point because i mean like now fumi's bringing people to the table rumaru is Kirito and Goblin Slayer, not necessarily, but I mean, still. if Kirito bring his side homies, his, like, their closest niggas are kind of yeah. strong. Yeah, that's like, true. 
So he ain't they ain't coming with depth, but they come in, you know, definitely with a couple quality. strong niggas. Yeah, they come with quality. Um well I mean, sorry, did you say what your ten out of ten one was? For oh this? me, my bad. Uh so my ten out of ten or my number, I'll I'll say probably like six out of ten, very high difficulty. Um if they employ the right strats, right? Okay. Um, I think that they got them to employ if they do. Um, to the adventurers. And this is obviously caveat uh, assuming that Ainz is kind of acting like a typical, you know, boss, you know? Right. He could just be like, oh, these niggas coming in here, evacuate the whole fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I understand shit like that can happen. <laughs> you know, but I'm just like, if he decides to stick it out, I'm going to give it six out of out of 10, very high difficulty to my adventures because these niggas main characters and I don't think Ainz is. Damn. All right. Deuce, did you have a a, a a rating for this one? No, I can't really rate it. I don't I don't know too much about all the, the different shows. Alright. That's fine. Uh I mean any other closing comments on this one? If not we'll move to Mondo. All right. So on to manga highlights, starting with some put some respect on uh, some. I just have two things to put some respect on this month. Uh, Talentless Nana, which was an anime I started watching. I think it was pretty decent watch. It's like um, I guess I'll describe it as that, like My Hero Academia with the murder mystery kind of background. Uh, It's a school of heroes. One chick is not a hero and is trying to kill all of them for government reasons. Um, so I thought it was pretty dope. I think I'm just a fan of that type of survival stuff since reading like Battle Royale, but I think it's a it's a good watch. Um, I'm not going to overhype it, but I definitely something to pick up if you are looking for something to watch. Uh, next is Bill King's. I have to talk about it because I'm a Tory Cole fan. Stan, if you will. Um, uh, it is the new manga written by Mitsutoshi. Um, and so far from the first chapter, it looks like it is um, the Toriko world based in where the core element is carpentry. Um, so if you remember from Toriko, it was like mostly about food. Um, and then they built a power system around the food hunters. It looks like it's about to be about construction and maybe like people who find the parts or people who just fight the monsters in the construction world. But the setup Mr. Toshi had is very, very similar to Toriko. Um, so if you're a fan of Toriko, it's really not going to feel that new to you. Um, I'm interested to see where it's going to go. Maybe he'll give me um, what I missed in Toriko, but I felt like reading this, at least the first chapter, all I did was just wish that this was Toriko. <laughs> so, so maybe we'll get something back from that. But that's that's it for me. Anybody got anything else you want to put respect yeah. on this month? I got to put some respect on Black Clover. Um, just period. Like, man, Asta and his demon are kind of like step foster siblings almost. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. that's kind of cool. I mean, they, there was only so much they could do to not be like, oh, you're a Naruto copy. And I think this was maybe probably the <laughs> the most interesting way they could do it. All right. Um, I like that Asta, you know, his demon got into their little fight. His demon, goofy as hell. 
Asta once again showed that muscles beat magic. Um, <laughs> and then Asta mom, I just thought it was cool. She had a cool little power. And yeah, uh, Black Clover just been going hard. I've been more interested in reading that manga every week than any other manga. Uh, I could agree with that. Uh, definitely of the the big, what I don't know if we have a big three right now, but my niggas hate no Black Clover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely look forward to the Black Clover chapters as of late. And then just to add to that, I am happy that um, we didn't skip fully skip over this fight with Nock. I'm interested to learn more about his power. I like that the author is at least giving us some time to see what that is and how he uses it. Um, I mean, I, I'm interested in the quality of demons he has because after um, Asta's whatever demon partner introduced the whole ranking system in the demon world i'm just curious as to i'm i'm assuming nox can't all be of of high caliber because i'm just assuming if you summon lucifero and say hey you about to be my bitch so just off that i'm very interested to see where the quality lies because he has so many demons uh i'm interested to see if they're all uh basically Low tier level, mid tier level, what? Because it would say a lot about what Noct is able to do. I definitely so, yeah. suspect they are like a bunch of low tiers because that just seemed like that makes sense. Like, yo, right. instead of going for a super powerful, I just got like five low tiers. Yeah, that makes sense at least. I mean, because just for that sheer quantity, yeah. mm-hmm. and each one gets easier to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it does mean a lot, though, for maybe, like, the future of this whole demon thing. Because, I mean, even though we see that basically Dante and them got possessed by a demon, we may run into someone who is able to actually establish a contract with a pretty high-tier demon, just, like, off their own wherewithal, and maybe has an evil villain plan, or maybe ends up being somebody that helps the heroes. I don't know. I don't think we're going to see that in this arc. I'm speaking from the Black Clover's going on, like, One Piece level long. That right. I expect something like this to happen because <laughs> mm-hmm. the power scale is just going to get more ridiculous. So that's true. We're going to oh. get to that point, I think, at some point. No, I mean, you made a good point for the simple fact of all the skulls down there in the first place. I mean, to be real, like there was yeah. there was obviously like a reasonably long history, whether it just be with Noct or for the society in general that was trying to, you know, slash making um, demon level contracts in the first place. So there's definitely others, <laughs> like without a doubt, that that shouldn't just be the dark triad. So uh, that's definitely something uh, as far as like another hit for world building. That'll probably be touched on later down the line. Um, but as far as, in all honesty, though, as far as them going into this training arc, I'm a little, uh, I'm kind of on the fence in the sense of, um, one, it is good to see, uh, like MGG was saying, it's still good to, like, you know, see the explanation it happening, um, to getting more info in general. Like, the whole concept of that is great, but I feel like it might be a trap in the sense of, if they're going down this route, it, it, it pretty much tells me then that they're going to show us all the growth with the characters that are going to need growth to actually go into the whole demon rescuing arc. And mm. I think that for them to show that properly, that would take too much time compared to at least me personally. I'm not, I, I can't speak for y'all, but the thirst 
of wanting to actually just see the demon rescue in the first place. Yeah. So it's like it's like how far are they really gonna do it? Since they are going down it, are they gonna do it right, or are they gonna like you know kind of half have, have at it a little bit? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it's kind of I'm getting a well, what, what's the right word? Not exactly scared, but maybe like a little anxious as far as to like how this is really gonna play out because they have to like really go into. How in the F is Asta going to get stronger than like where Yami was at, where Lucifero was at, where the rest of the Dark Triad was at? Not to mention the rest of the squad is going to do that, too. Yeah. I mean, so. even like I'm definitely interested in that from uh, Noel and them standpoint, because like I uh, like you're alluding to, like, at least with Asta's, we're getting a lot of world building with the demon powers. My issue with if we show Noel's thing is we already introduced a really crazy concept with this rune magic. Right. Uh, we've already seen the elves fight before. So unless the writer is going to add something in there to create something new for them, yeah. I she feel like that new? training arc is going to be lame. You said what? The, uh, the, the ultimate uh, magic. Oh, so they're going to teach them the ultimate magic, but we've seen them yeah. use that before, right? Yeah, it went crazy. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, from the training <laughs> arc standpoint, it's like, oh, we've already seen it. Like, well, I, well we, we saw it with a uh, sword magic. I imagine that it probably looks something different with water magic. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But the thing is, we're not going to see her pull off that move in this training arc. We're going to see them, quote unquote, teach it to her, which to me doesn't really add much to the world building aspect of uh, Black Clover, unless they're going to fuse it with this room magic some way or mm. Like, to me, I'm just looking at the development of Asta with no powers and the demons and where they're going with, like, the actual wizard development, at least in this time skip training arc. And to me, the runes was already a huge piece. Like, I don't know if they really needed to add more to it. The ultimate magic is nice to have, but watching someone in a training arc learn about this, I don't foresee myself learning anything new about their magic powers. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. like the way I'm learning about this whole demon contract thing, how demons come to this world, all that shit. So that's all. Okay. You know, I ain't gonna lie, I am ready to dive into a new type of like creature. I'm like, I hope they don't stretch the demons out after this. I'm like, give me something else. I wanna see what's up with doors. Are there yeah. giants, angels? Like you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're like, throwing a lot out there. That's, that's what I'm saying. For everything they threw out there, there's the opposite. But I guess yeah. you could count elves as kind of like angels. Them niggas really acted like fucking angels. They were called apostles and shit like that. <laughs> like high ass no. mana. So I don't know. Maybe the elves count as angels. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't count them as such. But I wouldn't <laughs> either. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It's all it's the author's choice. Um yeah. But yeah, no, definitely, I agree with that, too. Like, I, I do want to see some of the other worlds explored. I just am wondering, like, if it's... I always have to go back to, if it's going on for a thousand chapters, like, how big are we going to make this world? Because after we beat the demons, we beat the elves, we're about to beat the demons, so we kind of, like you said, if they're the angels, we've more or less settled that relationship in some way, shape, or form. Like, we figured out where we're going with the demons, like, there's some demons that's going to fuck with us. All the demons don't fuck with us. Whatever. But there's some closure that's going to come from that. Once we're done with those two things, the countries we've more or less explored as well. So it's like, 
what is going to be the next big thing that drives the Clover Kingdom to do something about or even brings maybe the whole world together to do some other shit because I, I'm not seeing it. But like I said, a thousand chapters, like he's got to have something planned. <laughs> I, mean, I think they're going to become one big country because if you think about it, Laura Pachika gone or she probably going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, the rightful heir to the the Spade Kingdom, but he's also a citizen and military member of the Clover Kingdom. Um, and then it's like uh, Diamond Kingdom been waiting to collapse since we first heard of them niggas. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna take nothing but a sneeze and them niggas in Civil War. So it's like, um, <laughs> mm, why don't we just bring all this shit together? United States of magical shits. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could definitely bring up another nice training. Well, not training, but tournament arc. Because it could be like, uh, okay, under this world thing, we need to establish a new set of like captains. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) A wizard emperor, new set of captains. So maybe there's a battle with that. So where we can see what some of the, like, some of the magic powers that has been hiding in the other world. Mm Because Loki, I mean, Gaja didn't really take an L. They did shit on the rest of the the spirit guardians, but God's is still there, so I think he's still. Oh, they really hold the rest of the spirit. Guardians. Yeah, they hold the fuck <laughs> out of them. But... <laughs> Yo, we gonna hype That's up Gaja, but you niggas, one panel, knock the fuck out. Got it? Right. <laughs> so Gaja fight could be interesting. We may have some niggas with some smoke in the Diamond Kingdom because I mean they do a lot of like let's go out and fight niggas. Yeah, mm-hmm. but internally they could probably still just be keeping their strongest niggas at home. And never I, really sent. I Nick still without. think, off the off the respect I got for my nigga Blackbeard, Diamond King and they double double uh, uh, devil fruit <laughs> uh, powers could be cool. Like they might not be outright stronger than the nigga, but having two magics is kind of already strong. Mm, that's true. So there's definitely shit to learn from in these in uh in each like knowledge sharing across the the countries definitely could be dope. Could help us. It could introduce new power concepts, new characters, new power developments for certain characters. So, so definitely a lot to to build on. It's like dude, the spade and the diamond kingdom are so shitty that yeah. I, if I was a heart nation, I wouldn't want to interact with nobody. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not me- melded with these niggas. They rip niggas' <laughs> books apart and so nigga. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> These niggas infected with demons and shit? No, nigga, I'm about to stay in my garden making my motherfucking uh, apricot jelly, nigga. Y'all tripping. So that spirit guardian go to Noel side, then y'all realize you out here, bro. Oh, now, yeah, it's over with, dude. <laughs> y'all out here. Um, but yeah, so uh, anything else on uh, Black Clover? Or anything else we want to put respect on this month? If not, then I'll move on to to this whole Dobby stuff in my hero. Uh, All right, yes. Dobby, it is. So, uh, we finally got confirmation that we already knew um, that Dobby is Endeavor is in fact Toya Todoroki uh, Endeavor's son. I have to preface this with I was wrong. Uh, I had my theory like a year ago or some shit like that, and basically once two ninety dropped. The YouTube comments just filled with like, re two ninety. You're wrong. You're wrong. So I just to show that I'm a, a bigger person, even though I just threw a theory out there, knowing that it probably was still Toya. 
Uh, yeah, I was wrong. I take that. I'll take that L. Now to unpack how shitty this reveal was. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, just question to the general question of the group: Did anybody feel any type of way besides lackluster as far as it comes to this Dobby reveal as Toya? Oh, completely. I mean, it tried to shift like a momentum change with what all was going on, which if you think about a grand scheme with what all was going on, it's like, why would you do that now? It don't the, make the, no the timing sense. was just so off that it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So it, it was sad for such a big reveal to kind of be shrouded with what all's going on. I mean, for for a lack of a better for a lack of a better like comparison, I would pretty much call like the last few chapters like collectively together as like the year of 2020. It was just like things on things going on, but with all the things that's been intense as going on, it kind of made you numb to the quote unquote big reveal of who Dobby really was. It's like, why would you do this now when there's so much else going on? Why not just wait yeah. to actually Absolutely. like cause a bigger, bigger impact and isolate it? I, I, I feel like I agree with Jugga a lot. Like, I didn't even have a, a something I could compare this to. Is yeah. so what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's the comparison of like if we decided we was robbing a bank. And in the midst of trying to get away from robbing this bank, one of the niggas hop out the car, take off his mask, and like, yo, detective, you my pops. And like, get it. <laughs> like, like, yo, nigga, our leader dying. Like, let's go, bro. Like, like we, we, been, we just got chased across the city, helicopters behind us and shit. Heroes coming, like, nigga, let's go. And he like, no, nigga, everybody gonna know my story, nigga. Like, what? Like, <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. It's the lamest. It 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 made Dobby seem lame, right. and 100%. it made him seem super fucking lame. And then, like when he had the one chance to kind of open up or like reverse the lameness, like when he was about to do that Hellfire Fist prominence burn, that yeah. would have been cool. But then he gets nuts. <laughs> Got body. Fucking uh, waste of time. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my uh. I totally agree. I think this is the second chapter just like followed up with the bullshit. My other issue is that once again, like I feel like my hero uh, stayed too shonen in this moment. Like I felt like if this was going to be Dobby's culmination moment, this whole thing, like he sees in all of these little things of like Dobby knows more than we think he knows. He got more stress than we think he has. But the fact that all of that culminated to him just doing this is what it feels like um, was a waste to me. Like, I'm just like, so, for example, like, even if we think about his origin story. So he saw Stan and he was like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to kill niggas now. So none of this would have happened if Stan didn't exist. Like, he just would have been a burn victim walking around town. Like, I'm very just confused at, like, the way the author chose to put the pieces together and his ultimate goal like endeavor was gonna die anyways real talk like without you showing up this nigga was on his way out and i Mm -hmm. liked how they tried to make it seem more realistic with the fact that he tried to kill him in the media but it was still very shown in in the way it was executed it was like hey i just rolled out this like dna test i just did all these things like your image (laughs) is ruined but now I'm going to kill you. But it's like, no, you should 
it's actually better for you to ruin his image and then just let him live on as the number one hero with that shitty ass image. Right. Like yeah. I don't know what he was trying to get out of the world. He really helped doing... the humans, or not the right. humans. He helped the good guys because now it's like, hey, it's not that our valiant hero system failed; is that we had a shitty hero a shitty at number hero. one. Yeah. So when <laughs> Deku, all a non-shitty hero, hero comes, you know, right. And then they showed like Hawks killing somebody and showing that oh his history was from a villain. But it's like first of all, I think from a societal standpoint, and uh, All Might was a villain of peace. Are you telling me that up until this point, there's never been a villain who's tried to turn coat and become a hero? Like that's never happened, or right. or somebody who's been a, a child of a villain. Like it just seems odd to me that, that some of the points that he's bringing up never happened before, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, I was agreeing with you. It just sounds yeah. odd that he would even use that. Like, clearly, it's it really does seem like something that a nigga whipped together. Like, yeah, this will stick it to him. Like, yep. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't well executed at all. I felt like, like you said, uh, from what we saw of Dobby as like really being maybe like more of a strategist than Tomura having a lot of potential. He basically showed me why he's subordinate to Tomura. He's stupider than that guy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like. I didn't get anything from this reveal. Uh, we all kind of expected it to be his son. And the execution, I think, was poor. Plus, like, if this is the flag that's killing Endeavor, it's just more like, what the fuck? And then I'm also mad because I'm like, so did you really think Hawks listened to you and killed Best Genius? Because him showing up seemed to have just ruined the entire plan. You get what mm. I'm saying? Like I'm just like, bro, your shit exactly. just got totally broken down by one small thing that you definitely could have predicted, which is that Hawks wasn't going to kill him. Didn't actually kill him. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you definitely could have figured that out pretty quickly. And if you think about it, if you stop and think about it, and this nigga needs to deserve to be honorary Goofy of the month now, is like yeah. that it might be the, the plan. Year, bro, at the end of 2020? Right, because <laughs> the whole plan was perfect. The world watched two cities get destroyed by villains and all the heroes get fucking killed or, 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 or maimed. It's like, nigga, the world had already lost hope in heroes, oh. surely by now. But now you just actually kind of gave these niggas a way to get hope back, bro. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, heroes are bad too. Like, I'm like, this would have been properly executed before this happened. Like, at this point, it was like, Tomura had a plan, and Dobby thought he was, like, his own boss, and he was like, no, we need this part of the plan, too, this uh, exposing them shit. Like, it's like, bro, you could have done this way earlier, because Endeavor's on an apology tour any the fuck way, so really, this is only going to make him look better if he survives this fight, because he's going to be like, yeah, you know what, as number one hero, I own up to the fact that I fucked up uh, my kids' lives. I really wanted to be number one. I really wanted to be a symbol of peace. But what I realized, I need to be a symbol of peace at home with my family. So now you just gave this nigga an apology tour off being shitty as fuck. And then yeah. at the same time, it's like your plan is what what is the purpose? Like if you want to kill Endeavor, you could have just met that nigga in a dark alley. I'm your son. Dropped his ass right then and there and we'd be done with it. But I yeah. don't know. This show the, the, of this the thing that crap. killed me is like after after revealing him, why kill him? Because the whole point of revealing him publicly exactly. is to let him sit in it. Exactly. I'm like, but after getting my ass whooped and getting saved by freshmen in high school, 
Honestly, I can tell you what's going on through Endeavor Head shit. This my last motherfucking day. I'm done. <laughs> Y'all tripping. I'm, I'm retired. And that nigga came in and put my retirement letter in for me. Right. Good so, shit, my nigga. I knew you was my favorite son. Right. Damn. It was it was absolutely <laughs> horrible. And then he, I feel like there is a lot of open questions on him figuring out some of this like background shit that he figured out. But at the end of the day, it was just so poorly executed. I just I don't care. Um, him knowing that Hawks's dad used to be a villain, it just adds more questions to me about Hawks's whole thing. Like, why did the government scoop him up? All this other shit than it does about why Dobby knows that information. Mm. I was more curious, like, what the fuck have you been doing this whole time? Mm-hmm. You fake died, and then where the fuck did you go? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? This was the plan you were scheming that whole time. What? It's random. Mm-hmm. Deuce, did you have any comments? I know you ain't say nothing about the whole Dobby thing. Maybe you thought it was good. <laughs> uh, I guess he's still doing some shit. So, um, other than that, uh, any other comments on the Dobby reveal shit? Uh, nope. All right. Uh, I think we can cap it off with MVPs and Goofies of the month. So, I'm actually going to change my MVP. Um, at first, I had um, that one dude that survived Makima, which was the guy from Chainsaw Man that trained Denji. I was surprised that he mm-hmm. didn't get hurt. But now I have to give it to Best Genus. The fact that this nigga is really what I would define as a true hero in the My Hero Academia sense of heroism. This nigga had a shitty quirk, developed it into something powerful, and still showed that with that shitty quirk, he's outperformed every pro hero, uh, a.k.a. Endeavor, who fucking has um, fire powers, bro. This nigga came to truly save the day when it mm-hmm. was hopeless. He gave a little bit of hope to the My Hero world. Outperformed the shit, number one and two. Yeah, that shit could actually pop off. And mm-hmm. for that, I mean, if they're doing hero rankings after this, Best Genus deserves number one. Get that to him a fucking sap. Um, more respect to Bakugo for training under that nigga. Like, I just really fuck with uh, Best Genius execution because honestly, every hero in this arc besides Best Genius can't say that they weren't shown up by a UA student. That's the saddest part of this entire arc. All of the fucking pro heroes have been shown up by um, oh, UA students. Don't disrespect my nigga Hawks like that. He definitely caught a body. I mean, that nigga got burnt up, bro. All right, I'll give I'll give Fox that. Fox and Best Genius were the only two who showed me heroes could actually do shit, and I felt like this would have been an arc to really highlight the gap between UA and the pro heroes. And instead, it's actually showing us that all of the UA students should hurry up and get their fucking pro hero license. Like today, second thing to that, I haven't even seen the niggas. Did we get the niggas from the other schools pop up too, or no? Well, uh, I swear I seen them I in one panel. Like earthquake, yeah, homie, like, all those like, other motherfuckers. I don't know if they there or not, but like same we thing. Like what's work? But I think we did see them. I think. Okay. Yeah, in like a panel, I remember seeing a different school. Yeah. All right. Well, there. So that's that was my MVP. Best genius. Shout out to you, Goofies. I have three Goofies to give out. Ooh. First off, first off has to go to Horikoshi for this. Horrible execution of a Dobby reveal, bro. This shit was 
trash upon trash upon trash me. I don't enjoy the way it was written. He totally ruined the character in this moment. Um, and Dobby was a fan favorite, at least for me. Um, the way he executed this whole Endeavor reveal thing, he had so many opportunities leading up to it where he could have revealed this and it would have been a much better executed moment. He just picked a weird, awkward time to do it. And it just really has given me no hope in what's going to happen to Dobby post this. They're probably going to arrest this nigga and throw him in an insane asylum or do some other dumb shit. But I, I'm not seeing the value in this reveal at all. Second, since I'm already into my hero bag, I got to give it to myself just for being wrong on the theory. This is only for the fans. This is not for me. I don't think I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> but when niggas call you out on some shit, it's the goofy isn't biased. Anybody could get the smoke. I got the smoke today, so I'll go ahead and give it to me for being wrong on that Dobby theory. I still thought it was a dope theory. Honestly, I think it's a better theory than what the fuck happened anyways, but I'll leave it at that. Last but not least, I have to give it to the dumbest space show ever, probably ever made, but ever on Netflix alone. <laughs> this shit, I've spent a month, uh, this month I spent watching that shit and catching up because I saw like, oh, they were like, oh, a new series is coming. So I was like, oh, I wonder, maybe this has some like, weird twist in it so that's why they're saying it's a new series instead of a new season no it needed a new series because it was that trash bro like this shit is a space crew of niggas that do the dumbest things you could ever think to do on space they go to planets try things without testing them hey look there's this plant here hmm, i wonder what it tastes like who the fuck do you know what? in any space show <laughs> goes to a different planet and just eat shit from that planet without testing it, without doing any sort of, like, thing on there. They fucking have orgies on this show. Like, they do the dumbest things in space. And the sad part about it, it's not like it's a space reality TV show and they sent idiots. These niggas are supposed to have PhDs and shit. There's biochemists on this ship. There's all types of smart motherfuckers on this ship. Yet they do consistently do the dumbest things in space. Every episode I watched, I was shocked. And how stupid <laughs> these people were, bro. If you feel like getting pissed off and just shocked at what niggas can do in space, watch alone. That shit was horrible. Boy, you said this was an anime or is this a reality show? This is a, a regular Netflix TV show, whatever the fuck. It's called Lone. It's about like aliens attack uh some the US and they send out this is like a little bit in the future, but not too crazy. They send a team of us out basically in these stasis pods um, to go to their planet to try and negotiate with them. So mm. in the process of doing this, they basically like slept a bunch of people that could fit in different things. So the they have like a first crew that they wake up, but basically they can wake up other people depending on the situation. So they're like, oh, a disease is going crazy in our um, ship. Let's wake up the, the doctor nigga that we have to help us figure it out. So it kind of starts off doing that, but then it goes totally left and niggas just die for no reason. Like, it's it's so stupid. It's it's dumb. <laughs> but I had to call it out here. That's how, how much it pissed me off uh, this yeah. month. But yeah, that's it for me. Okay. I'll go ahead and go next for MVP. Actually, I mean, when thinking about it, 
I wanted to give it to Satoru Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen, but I think on a broader sense, I'm more just going to give it to MAPPA Studios, who actually made Jujutsu Kaisen and this most previous episode. Because, well, I guess first I'll just put some respect on Jujutsu Kaisen anime if we haven't done so before, but I know we have, so I'll just put a little bit more sauce on it. If you are not watching this show, you are missing out. Pick it up. Start watching the episodes and be amazed by the awesome action and animation that this show is actually being comprised of. Because it is lit. Um, this previous episode, which is pretty much Satoru Gojo versus Ghetto, a.k.a. Volcano Buddy, you get to see how stupidly OP Gojo is. And the animation that they put on, putting respect on his name, they did not sleep. They went all out. This last episode is like it's pretty much like this episode. I feel like almost deserves the hype as effing um uh that famous Demon Slayer episode. I think it's like thirteen or whatever. Uh, as far as like the whole right, like like that's like that's like this caliber of like the episode that just came oh, out, and you get to again like just see like. Like, pretty much all, if you were uh, keeping up with us as far as, like, the manga highlights for Jujutsu Kaisen and us hyping up the anime because we know that we knew this was going to happen, this is an episode that perfectly explains why we knew this was going to be hype. And it was lit. Holy crap. This man is a monster. Do not sleep. And so on the opposite end of that, I got to put Ghetto, a.k.a. Volcano Buddy, as the Goofy for even thinking for even a hot second that he had enough sauce to actually touch my man Gojo. There's an infinite space. You can't touch him. Get off his dick. It's too huge. Just going to play it out there. <laughs> All right. Um, and also, as a sign-off for another Goofy, I got to – wait. MGG, I'm not sure if you caught up, so I want to go into detail hardcore, but Yuka from Townless Nana, like the, the most um, previous um, adversary of Nana, she just, like, she had her, and she just, her, her execution is just, Punch it up. <laughs> head, like, you had it, but, like, what are you doing with your life? Because that was just really effing sad and really effing pathetic. So, you gotta, you gotta get a magnet for that. All right. Okay, um, and so my goofy, um, keeping uh, with the sci-fi trope that um, um, MGG started. My first goofy, I got two, is Baby Yoda, because um, Baby Yoda was out. So there was this lady <laughs> who is part of an endangered species and had these eggs. <laughs> and Baby Yoda oh, no. was he them shits. He was Yo. banging them shits on the low. And I'm just like, yo, baby Yoda, like, you know, he cute when he eating them. But I'm like, son, as an endangered species, like, you can't do that. And wow. So I got to get him. I got to get him goofy for that. He bangs. Uh, Quick question about baby Yoda. Is he actually like the Yoda or is it just like. uh, Uh, So it's been just a trope. Um, okay. with since starting with George uh, Lucas, that he never gave Yoda species or any information about him, so don't nobody even know like the species name. It's just <laughs> Yoda's species, and he, like oh. even when people would try and make stuff in any medium, he would shut that shit down. So this is the first time we've seen a Yoda species really outside of Yoda, and there's one female Yoda they had for like two seconds in the movie. So niggas don't know what to call them, so they just call that motherfucker Baby Yoda. Got it. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and then uh, I got Taite Kubo for reasons I already explained in this podcast. <laughs> that nigga got me again, and I didn't think it was going to happen. But I'll tell you what, world. 
Fool me three times? I don't think so. He ain't get me. <laughs> Give it a couple sure, years, bro. bro. I've been hearing this uh this bleach light novel is answering a lot of questions. I hearing it. <laughs> uh, I got two MVPs as well. Uh, Fuegolion Vermilion. Um, I, I was speculating. It was all big speculation on what that nigga could do. Um. It ain't speculation no more. That boy was 1v2 in captains, and then that nigga came in and fire punched a nigga. And I was like, oh, he with the hands too, bro? Like, he he not for the just magic shit? Like, that nigga strong. He up there like, uh, I would have to see William Vaughn just knock that nigga out for somebody to tell me that William could do it. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, okay. I, the only nigga above him right now is Yami, and that's because I like my nigga Yami. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, for Egolion did his thing, uh, and then also keeping with sci-fi, I want to put on um, um, MVP Amos Burton. I started rewatching uh, my favorite uh, sci-fi series, The Expanse, because the fifth season coming out soon, and uh, Amos is a uh, human who kind of suffers uh, from the inability to feel emotion. So he kind of like leans on like the captain and the other members of the crew to be like, yo, that shit not right. And he just like a lot of people you talk to will be like, yo, that nigga scary. He shouldn't be on the ship. I'm like, nah, I need more niggas like that in my life. That nigga solid, bro. So like <laughs> there was a situation where like there's like a virus on the on, on in this uh, space station and then everybody like, bro, we should leave. Even Amos was like, we should get the fuck up out of here. But the captain was like, no, we waiting for a nigga. And some nigga upped the gun on the captain. Even though Amos was like, yeah, bro, we should leave. You just see that nigga, they was like, bro, Amos, go get the shit ready. He he just nodded and walked off. And they said, you know, bah, he just put a bullet in that nigga's skull. He was like, yeah, I wanted to leave, but Captain said, we staying, we staying. I'm like, that's the type of nigga I need, bro. Wow. (laughs) No emotions, bro. Cap said, we staying put, then we staying put. That's it. Okay. Well. you a real one, bro. I got, I'm I assuming got... the expanse is better than alone, so I might get that shit to watch it. So, hundred and ten percent, it is my favorite. It's scientifically accurate. Uh, so if you get mad at niggas doing stupid shit, they don't do that shit here. Like, if you if you get stuck in outer space, ain't no giving your your helmet to another nigga. Like, nah, nigga, hey, y'all bro. dead. Just to <laughs> highlight, speaking of going out in space, another thing they did in there is they landed on a planet. This bitch was like. Oh, I think we could breathe on this planet. She took her helmet off and just started breathing the air. Mm, right. <laughs> she was just like, "Oh yeah, it looks like we could." Breathe. She didn't. I'm telling you, she didn't check a computer or nothing. She was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna lift my helmet up and see if I could breathe on this planet." She found out she could, and she was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, I ain't putting that helmet back on." That's Mind crazy. you, later in the episode, random disease comes onto the fucking <laughs> ship, killing niggas. But uh. Yeah, you know, if you want niggas to act realistic, bro, definitely fuck with Expanse on Amazon Prime. Uh, they do like it's it's scientifically accurate. Everything they don't even when it be like space battles, like you can't just dip off on a nigga. Like the human could only take a certain amount of G forces. So it's like, look, nigga, if we run away, we gonna die. We got to do this at a certain speed, you know. Like it's, yeah. And like when niggas launch missiles, it's not like, oh my god, the missile hit us. It's like, yeah, in a couple hours, these missiles gonna be here because <laughs> we are in space, nigga. Like, so that's pretty legit, though. Okay, it's dope. 
this one. All right, Deuce, you got yours? Going once. Um, <laughs> I don't gotta. Yeah, I look. You fell asleep. We you know I was talking earlier. But, Damn. Uh, that um that isekai thing put me to sleep. Damn. But Damn. I don't got no goofy. But I got um. Dobby, Dobby don't get a goofy from me. I mean, you already give it to him, so I, I think that uh-huh. I think you touched on it good enough, you know. Like, I thought it was trash, yeah. So, um, my goofies, I, I haven't been watching much anime and stuff like that, but I have to agree with Drugger and just give it to to to, to Kaizen. Um, yeah, I was I was definitely sleep, sleeping on it. So, yeah. as of today, I'm starting the the manga today because I just can't oh, wait. Hey. Hey. That's That's cool. Cool. Gotcha. Coming to the club, bro. Let's go. Um. Oh, speaking of manga, I forgot to bring this up in the manga highlights. Shout out to um, Usopp and Nami for fighting the headbutt chick. I was actually oh, surprised that they held that. their own for that long. They kind of put a lot so... of disrespect on headbutt chick name. Bro, you saw you saw that quick X-ray shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Bro, that like, I was like, what? <laughs> That's the biggest respect I feel like I've ever seen on Usopp's name. The fact that he was able to take that much damage. Like, well, in a while. He's done some crazy shit before, but that's been, a, I think, crazy. Bro, I since not like that. Stuff. I don't think nothing like that. Cause like, Bro, I think, that's... I mean, homie should I mean, be dead. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, he took a good ass whooping by Luffy. So I'll, I'll say that that was pretty, you know, fucked up. And I think he... Did he get blown up before? I felt like something else happened in CP9 that was pretty, like, fucked up to Usopp. But that was about it. I feel like I've seen his eyes grayed out once or twice before this moment. But, I mean, bro, like, they should have... Like, if anything... Like, this is kind of a tangent, but they shouldn't have dropped that x-ray. Like, I'm sorry. Homie's skull (laughs) was in peace. Well, I mean, not the complete skull, but, I mean, it was was crap. There was a reasonable crack on his skull. His whole nose was destroyed. Completely, the fact that he was even conscious should be like, yeah. bro, how are you human? Like, and respect on respect on Nami's name. She shows she really is down with the crew. Like, definitely saw her as the type like like what what Usopp said would just lie and and not hold her own. But Luffy's crazy got up in her, bro. She That's she that, said it. it. Ain't the only she thing that, that got up in there. I know what her. That's Luffy a fact. Are. That's a fact. <laughs> Might be some other things that got up in here. Ooh. Some jalapenos. You know, you feel me? Knowing Luffy, he would too. That gum gum rocket, you know? Yeah, it gave her a little spice. Ooh. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I think we are out of here. Thanks for visiting us. Whatever the fuck. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We Joe. done. Bye. <laughs> right. Until next time.